What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Welcome, 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 welcome. Appreciate your patience. As I handle business, daddy duty always. And you know how things go. Push the thing back. Nobody wants to go to bed. What you gonna do? But here we are. Back at it again, once again. Smash that like as you guys enter the room or as you guys were waiting for your boy. We are here, ready to get this thing cracking, lacking. And uh, what a Friday it is because we get to uh, we get to welcome back our defensive tackle, Dequan Jones, Dequan Jones, D Jones, Quan Jones, however you want to call it. But your boy is back from the pectoral. Pectoral injury. Got me, got me twisting my words here. The pectoral injury that had him out for uh, several months, like a few months now. Uh, I mean, he only had what five games in with us, and that was it. It was a wrap. Uh, I think the last game he played was against the Miami Dolphins for crying out loud. And uh, we haven't had that brother since. So it's nice to have him back. It's nice to have to add a, such a star player to this defense. This defense that is coming along, that's just getting a, a little stronger along the, the the back end of the season. I mean, that, those are the times that you want to be playing your best football, isn't it? Right at the back end of the season. It's nice to play good football at the beginning of the season, but you already know how it is. I mean, I remember not too long ago, the Bills at one point, back in the day when we were, you know I mean, those Bills, uh, we started off 5-1. and one. We were killing it. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Williams was on the squad leading the way, but we had a uh, check down Trent running away with it. He was doing well. We had the team rolling. We're five and one. So, yo, ain't nobody can mess with us. And then we falter. And then we fall flat on our face. You remember that because I was hyped that season. I was like, yo, this is it. <laughs> we we going to make it. We going to make some moves. Because you can't make moves when you don't have a franchise quarterback. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. We, you don't have a franchise quarterback, you ain't going nowhere. And uh, we, as the Buffalo Bills fam, like we are absolutely lucky to have a franchise quarterback, someone that we can call a franchise quarterback, where we're not sitting here wondering what we have at the quarterback spot. Like, imagine you're sitting here as the Atlanta Falcons. Like, yo, come on, man. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean, like, what are we doing here? Right, you go, you go. Let's go, let's go to let's go to uh, Washington. What are we doing here? Sam Howell is he our guy? Like, ah, what are we doing? Right, Jacoby Brissett is a solid backup, but now he's dealing with a hamstring injury, and now they got to go. They're forced to go back to you know what I'm saying, Mister Sam Howell. I mean, go to go to New England. New England went from Mac Jones was looking like the guy his rookie year, looking he was like he was pushing to be the rookie of the year and all that good stuff, and now he's he's on the pretty much on the way out. The Denver Broncos. They're disrespecting the hell out of Russell Wilson. You mean a former Super Bowl winner? I mean, OG, probably a future Hall of Famer, and they're going to do him like that? It's a, it's a, it's an ugly, it's an ugly game. It's an ugly league. So I'm, we're just thankful that we have a freaking franchise quarterback that is just forty touchdowns a year. You know what I'm saying, like, what you, what are we talking about here, man? When's the last time we had dudes that could do that? Never, because it's never been done. It's the first time where you have someone that's NFL history. 40 touchdowns, four straight years with two games to go. Shit, if he, if he catches fire, 
you might get he might drop you five touchdowns this weekend, another five against the Dolphins. Watch out now. Watch out. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But really good to see Daquan Jones back at it again with the squad. And somebody said, yo, Wilson, the Wilson done. Listen, Wilson's done. Uh, I don't think he's done. I think that that Peyton, him and Peyton just never jive. Like, listen, when you come in and you don't have your franchise quarterback, that's not your guy. You're you're always going to be like a little, eh, that's not my guy, but you, we'll see. We'll We'll see how it plays out. And at the end of the day, it's not happening. Like they're they're getting rid of him. You're gonna bench this guy. Like you talking about benching him at the bye week when they just beat the Chiefs. Hey, by the way, we're gonna need you to take a pick up. Man, go f yourself first and foremost. We're gonna play this out. And guess what? They played it out a little longer. Like, oh shit, maybe we can make the playoffs. The find the, the one time they lose, they're like, yo, by the way, that contract, we gotta talk about that. Come on now. So that's that's pure disrespect to me. That's what I that's how I look at it. But that's neither here nor there because we have ourselves a quarterback and we have ourselves a guy that's focused as ever. I mean, I know in the off season, he talked about how focused he was. Now I see it. I see it now because our backs are against the wall, right? At the beginning of the season, he was like, yo, I'm as focused as ever. I'm focused. There's a, it wasn't looking like it because when you had Ken Dorsey running the show, you had a whole bunch of things happening. Uh, it wasn't looking like it. Did it look like it to you? Cause it certainly didn't look like it to me. Not, a, not, not one bit. So, now that our backs are against the wall, you know I'm saying we're playing for something, win and we're in pretty much with a couple things to help us, but pretty much win and we're in. There's no, there's no room for error. There's none of it. So uh, having guys get healthy and having guys come back is uh, a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a big blessing, and uh, we're hoping that things play out. I mean, if you look at uh, what we're looking at here, is the Bills Friday injury report. So if you take a look here, uh, it's quite the laundry list of players that you know I mean, are nursing some injuries. But if you look at uh, 80% of that list, when you go to the Friday, I see full participants. Terrell Bernard, full participant. AJ Epinesa returns as a full participant. Chances are he plays. Anytime you see a questionable. I mean, I remember one year, I think it was uh, when, when, I think it was like Tom Brady. When Tom Brady was dealing with a shoulder injury. Every week he was on the injury report. Questionable, questionable, questionable. Brother, you know you're gonna play. So AJ Epinesa, welcome back. Uh, we're about to get this thing popping right here. Uh, we had a vet rest day for my man Stefan Diggs. We're gonna get into Stefan Diggs chatter uh some today. Uh, Reed Ferguson, full participant. Leonard Floyd, love to see that he's a full participant. I know he was dealing with a wrist, rib, um, this guy was doing a litany of injuries, but uh, he's back at it again. Going to be getting after it uh, against Bailey Zappi. So we'll see how that goes and plays out. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, that hardly gets on the field. Apparently, he's uh, he's limited. <laughs> uh, limited from what, sir? Uh, questionable. All right. We'll see how that plays out. I'm sure he's going to be on the field doing his thing. Micah Hyde, full participant. Do we get Micah Hyde back in this game? That is exciting. That'll be exciting to see if we can get that boy, brother, that brother back. Because if we if we get him back, man, how amazing would that be? He was limited, limited, and a full participant on a Friday. That's huge. That's huge to see if we can get Micah High back. We'll see uh, how that plays out. And look, game status. There's no, there's none. There's nothing saying on oh, doubtful, maybe questionable. Look, this brother might be back and ready to go. We are getting strong, and we are getting strong at the right freaking time, man. Ty Johnson, full participant. Let's roll. I'm looking what I'm seeing. Obviously, we know we got the news today that Daquan Jones is going to be getting busy with us. 
So let's go. Shaq Lawson, get ready. You know what I'm saying? Cam losing practice, but don't worry about it. He'll be, he'll, I'm sure he'll be fine. He didn't practice, but he was a full participant on Thursday. So let's let's see what happens with uh, Mr. Cam Lewis. I mean, he was full participant all, all day. So, I mean, he's got he's probably dealing with some personal, but I'm sure he'll be fine. And the rest of the way, Von Miller, full. Justin Shorter, full. We'll see how he's got that 21-day window. We'll see what's going on with that, brother. And uh, last but not least, we got Dorian Williams, our third-round draft pick. Um ready to go so uh what i'm really excited about is if we we actually get micah hyde back into this so this would be absolutely freaking exciting so uh salute to um salute to that happening by the way salute to everybody in the in the chat smash that like while you guys are entering here and smash that like because it's friday night baby it's friday night right before the new year um i hope you guys have a fantastic new year hopefully will i go live on new year's or New Year's Eve to, you know what I mean, bring it in with y'all? No, I can't do that. I can't do that to the family. But maybe I might. Maybe I might. Maybe she's like, yo, I'm tired, babe. I'm going to go to bed. What? So, you know, maybe we're, we might bring the New Year in together. We'll see, brothers. We'll see, brothers and sisters. Anyway, uh, salute to everybody tuned in, by the way. Uh, shout, shout out to my man, Dan Brown, coming through. He says, yo, Jones coming back makes everyone's job easier. Maybe it helps Von Miller get over that edge regardless. Him coming back makes the defense much better. What a great point, Dan Brown, because we've all been wanting our guy Von Miller to come back and be who he is. And it's no secret. It's no, it's, uh, it's not that it's gone on notice. We notice it. He's been on my, my, uh, <laughs> my milk carton alert. He's been on the milk carton. Like, where you been? Where's the Von Miller that, you know what I mean? We need to have on the squad. Von Miller, the person is there. Von Miller, the 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 potential GM is there. I get that part. But I want Von Miller, the defensive end. I want Von Miller, the sack artist, to show up. And I have not seen Von Miller, the sack artist, show up yet. So maybe he needs a few, you know say, a few bodies to help on the line to, you know what I mean, get him back to his old, his old self. Uh, what better time to show up than this game against the Patriots so we can actually clinch this bitch, right? So we'll see. But my frustration is up there. I want to see my guy come in and be him but he has not been who we need him to be uh we shall see um but we're looking forward to it i want to give a shout out to my man jeff king we haven't seen jeff king in a minute what up jeff i gotta give my man some love baby what's up baby what's up what's up what's up jeff king comes in with a super chat you know it's always love when my man jeff king comes through um as i live and breathe the baba yaga Oh, I know what you're doing. The boogeyman of the Bills podcasters, the man, the myth, the legend. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Rico. A pleasure, my friend, as always. <laughs> First of all, I was reading that not knowing where you're going with it until I saw I was like, oh, wait a minute. What you doing now? What you doing now, Jeff King? Uh, appreciate you, man. Good to see you. I hope you're in good health. I know that we've we've caught up and he was under the weather. So for those that um, are in chat, yo, give, give some well wishes to my man, Jeff King, who's under the weather a little bit. He's, he's coming and getting along, getting his strength back. So good to see my brother back at it. And um, and good to see that the Bills are going to be whooping some ass this weekend. So, folks, uh, I'm going to get right to the shits, man. I'm going to get right to the shits when it comes to the to the Patriots. And then we can get to other, other chatter. This Patriots is not a team that we need to take lightly. Not one bit. Don't even think about it because we've seen it before where – I, I I hate to bring this up. I hate to bring this up, but it goes back to was it what was the year? 
I'm not good with my years, but you, you you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. The Bills need one win. Our quarterback, Drew Bledsoe, right? We're playing the Steelers. We're playing the Steelers backups. The backup quarterback, Tommy Maddox. The backup running back, I think it was fast Willie Parker at the time. And all we needed to do was win and you're in. Do you remember that painful day? Because I do, because I was so heated. Was that back in 2003? Golly, has it been that long? It can't be 2003. Man, well, listen. I remember that day like yesterday because I was I was so like, okay, we're about to make the playoff. Yo, listen, 1999 is is in the past. We're about to do this thing. Let's go. We got ourselves a, a franchise quarterback, Drew Bledsoe. Let's go, Drew Bledsoe. Let's do this thing. And we lay an egg. Who was at that game? Was anybody at that game? Do you remember the time? <laughs> My man Jeff King is at that. I see you, Jeff King. Do you remember that time you got me singing Michael Jackson, baby? Do you remember that time? Because I do, and I didn't like it one bit. And now we have an opportunity to not be in that position. We have an opportunity to really get on the ass. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm, I'm not looking forward to having another performance like we had against the Chargers. And if you feel that you're like, ah, but the Chargers, we won the game. Do you want to have another game like that? Where we have three turns, the ball, we open, you have a you have a turnover, and you have a turnover. I don't want that. Like we give them the ball up like his like his candy. Like his, like they like, like, they trick-or-treated. We're giving out candies, man. No, we can't have that. We can't. And people want to say, oh, here goes Rico again on that bullshit. Rico always on that bullshit bills every time I tune in, right? <laughs> I'm not shitting on the bills. I'm listen, I can't listen. G dub, I don't know you like that. We're not homies. I, I don't know you from a hole in the wall. But you have to understand when I when I speak, I'm not speaking just for a click on this so you can hear me. Nah, bro. Like I I don't fear the Patriots, but I fear us. I fear us because we do dumb shit. We do. You know what I'm saying? I fear this guy. Sometimes the Bills be looking at themselves in the mirror and be like, yo, fam, which one, which one of you guys going to show up? Is it Jekyll or is it Hyde? I need your punk ass to show up. You know what I'm saying? So the guy in the mirror looking back at him, we need to eliminate that shit. We need to eliminate the guy that's going to fuck shit up. We need to eliminate that guy. We need the guy that's ready to get and take action. So what? forgive me when I'm like, yo, we can't take this team lightly because we can't. It's a fact. I don't know if you guys agree with me that we can't take any of these bitches lightly. Smash that like right now because we can't. We're not supposed to. Oh, there goes Rico on this bullshit again. What do you want me to be, a homer? I'm going to tell you something right now, son. You ain't never going to find me do some homer shit, ever. If my team is playing like ass, they're playing like ass. You know what I'm saying? Will I support them? Yes. But I'm not going to always be like, yep, we're going to get this. It's the Patriots. Who cares? We're going to whoop that ass. No, sir, because we were supposed to whoop that ass on the charge. Were we not? And we barely got away with that one. Barely. Barely. We barely got away with that one. So we can't sit here and act like we we about to whoop some ass. I mean, come on now. Let's keep it a buck here, man. Like let's 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 stop the let's stop the nonsense. Let's stop the nonsense. Hey, we're going that bullshit. Nah, I'm keeping it a buck. Now, can we whoop that ass for sure? Do we have do we have the 
the the roster to do it? Do we have the quarterback to do it? Do we have the coaching to do it? Do we have the roster to do it? Hell yeah. We weren't even supposed to let these Patriots even do anything to us the first time. And guess what? We lost that game, 29-25. Josh Allen did what he was supposed to do, and guess what? The defense faltered. The defense fell flat on their face and let Mac Jones drive up 75 freaking yards and hit Mike Gusecki with 12 seconds left. Do I need to remind you some more, GW? Come on, man. Now, GW is probably like, I mean, a 13-year-old. Or he's a grown-ass man that just loves his team so damn much he doesn't want to hear me talk the truth. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. And no disrespect to my man G-Dub or my lady G-Dub. Well, come on now. Stop it. Stop that shit. Like, we we have to be realist as, 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 as fans of the team. We have to be, man. You know what I mean, legit says, "Yo, Rico, your concern is legit, for sure. It's legit." And let's 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 keep let's let's keep it let's keep it going here. All right, you got my man, Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time. All right, you also have Bill Belichick that knows this team inside and out. He's been coaching since I was probably in my in my father's nutsack. You feel me? So. He's been coaching. It's not like he doesn't know who Coach McDermott is. It's not like he doesn't know who Joe Brady is. He knows who everybody is and their tendencies. He knows Josh Allen and his tendencies. He knows where Josh Allen likes to go. He knows what Josh Allen loves. He knows all that shit. He's going to have that defense ready. But don't be concerned. Come on. Stop the cap. Don't be concerned. There's always concern when you're going up against a Bill Belichick coach team. Always. There's there's no questions about it. My man Jeff King just said it again. Jekyll can beat any motherfucker out there. It's that punk fuck Hyde who screws shit up. So come on, Jekyll. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Jekyll, when Jekyll gets out there, yo, he's like, yo, let's fuck shit up. That's what Jekyll's like. Hyde's like, wait a second now. Wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. Whoa, whoa. But what if... Just what if, let's make things interesting, let's lose this game, and then it'll be interesting week 18 when we go against the Dolphins, hear me out, and Jekyll's like, fuck off, we need to win this shit right now. So what Jekyll needs to do is put that motherfucker in a sleeper hold and hold on tight until he doesn't squirm anymore and get rid of him. Because we can't have Hyde come in and be like, hell, remember me? Here to fuck shit up. No, no, no. We can't have that, man. Jekyll needs to overpower that bitch. We can't have that shit. Because Hyde always finds his way, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, you know what I mean, this season. Hyde found his way in the, Bron- the Broncos game. Hyde found his way in the scene against the, against the Jets. Hey, remember me? Punt return. Oh, you know what? I'm going to lose container on here and let y'all run around the corner and just score a touchdown. Let's make things interesting. Jekyll's like, God damn, I've got three game win streak, one against the Chiefs, one against the Dallas Cowboys. We got away with one because you tried to fuck it up with us against the Chargers. And I had to muster my way in and get this thing done. We're on a three game win streak. Hide, F off. So Jekyll, let's roll, baby. Let's roll. Shit, I just went on a whole analogy with with my man Jeff King's uh, (laughs) super chat. So I appreciate that, man. But for real, though, sometimes we get in our own way. We absolutely get in our own way. So this is one of those games that we just cannot. We cannot. So these Patriots, should we fear the Patriots? No. We shouldn't fear them. Should we respect them? Yes, 1,000%.
Because a lot of these guys on the squad, don't get me wrong, they have something to prove. You're going to have something to prove. Real talk. You don't think Billy Zappi has something to prove? He's trying to be the quarterback of the future. He's trying to be the quarterback to lead the Patriots' way. He had a, a what, three? He went three for three on his last game winning drive against the Denver Broncos and got and, and pretty much put Denver Broncos in a whole mess right now. Maybe we're not even talking about uh, Russell Wilson and being benched and whatever because they're probably their playoff hopes are still alive. Billy Zappi had something to say about that. So. Should we fear them? No. Should we respect them? Yes. Now, Ramondre Stevenson has been a thorn on our side. Um, he's out. He they they actually place him on, on injured reserve. So it's gonna be the uh the Zeke Elliott show. And Zeke Elliott had a game. You know what I'm saying? He's starting to feel like himself lately. So this is why it's so great to bring back Daquan Jones. It's so great to pair Daquan Jones alongside monster Ed Oliver. Then you got AJ Epinesa coming back to give us some depth. You know what I'm saying? So if if Von Miller is not doing what he's supposed to do, well, good riddance. We got AJ Epinesa. So the these 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 health concerns that we once had are starting to kind of you know what I mean come back into uh into our graces and really help us out. Now there are ways that we need to to eliminate our mistakes and win this game against the Patriots, right? And these Patriots. Um, are going to be pesky. They're they're not going to go away. We need to really get on these guys early. And when I say early, I'm talking about like first drive, march down their asses and fucking put points on the board. Three is not going to cut it. We just can't put three on the board. Maybe late in the late in the game, sure, while we're up. But we, this is one of those games that we need to start fast and get going. Right. That's number one. So uh, keys to I mean, listen, I got I got five keys to this, but key number one right now is 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 starting quickly. Starting quickly and being efficient, because you can you can have a, your first fifteen plays scripted and ready to go. We get all that, you know what I'm saying. But there comes a time where okay, this is this is the inferior team. It should be on paper. It is, right? I mean, if you look at the ESPN analy- analytics right now, they're saying that the chances for these Bills to take this is eighty seven percent. There's an eighty seven percent chance that we were supposed to take this game. So. All, are all analytics, you know what I'm saying, correct? No. A lot of times they're wrong. But, like, I mean, for the most part, generally speaking, that should do the trick. We should be able to handle business no problem against these Patriots. But you can't handle business if you're having slow starts. Because that was our problem against the Patriots the first time. We could not get on the board quickly. We could not get on the board. I'm going to, I'm about to open up um, the ESPN app and kind of give you an idea of what we were like. But we, we, there was a point in the season if you guys remember correctly, that we we just could not get started quickly. We we just had issues. I don't know what the issue was, but we just could not get started. It, it was taking us like three quarters to really get our act together. I mean, it started really in against the Lon- in London. We got off the plane and we just couldn't muster a damn thing. But it was too little, too late, too little, too late, and we couldn't do anything about it. So that that became problematic. Now, what was the week that we played? The Patriots was it week week six was against what the the Giants? Um, I'm trying to remember. Was it week twelve? Was it November? Was it week eleven? I can't remember who we played, but I'm trying to uh, to see who the Bills played because at that point uh, the Bills played the Jets that week. That's when we whooped their ass. So we were way. I'm trying to because I want to I want to look back and see what it was like for us when we played the Patriots and how long it took for us to get on the board. 
because to me, unacceptable on how long, how long that took. You can't, you can't have games like that. Games like that kill you, kill you right off the bat. So um, let me see where, where we are. So Jaguars was the week five game. That's when we started to get, we started, we started to sputter. Was it week seven? I'm trying to go back here. Somebody help me out here. Yeah, there you go. So it was week seven. All right. So you go to week seven, you go to, let's go to the, uh, the game cast here. And like, we started really slow. Like, first of all, like, so we first quarter, nothing. It got to the point where like they were up 13, 13, three. You kidding me? Then we scored late. Then we made it. Then it was a, then it got up to 13, 10, then 16, 10. Then we had to muster back and come in like too slow of a start. It was 10, nothing in the first quarter, 10, nothing in the first quarter. Like, that can't happen. We can't allow them to jump on. Look what the Chargers did to us. In the, the Chargers game, they got 10-0 in the first quarter. Like, holy crap. Wipe the freaking sleep from your eyes and wake up. We cannot allow this to for that to happen again, where we're the ones slow starting, and they're the ones starting fast, and now we're relying to be efficient all the way down the field, and we can't make any errors. No room for errors when you start off slow. Just can't happen. 10-0? It's 13-3. Third, it was 13-3 at halftime. Patriots are up 13-3. Kidding me? So then we went on a run. Seven points in the third, and then we just went we went ham in the second, in the fourth quarter. But too little too late because we allowed Mac Jones to drive down the field and whoop us. Can't happen. Absolutely can't happen. Unacceptable. So this, this is one of those things where you, you've got to start quick, start fast, and get going. There's no, no ifs, ands, buts about it. That's just how it's got to be. That was just how, that's just how it's got to be. Now, that's number one, starting quick, starting fast, and, and getting, things, getting things going. Uh, Jeff King comes in and says, yo, don't think Belichick's making those compliments about Josh to be a nice guy, because he's not. He's trying, to, he's trying some psycho-pseudo-intellectual bullshit on Josh to lull him into some comfort zone. And I think Josh is smarter than that. And, and they were talking about this. It's been all over social media right now. And it's about like, yo, did you see how uh, Bill Belichick was talking about uh, Josh Allen, who's praising him. Normally, what he'll say is, hey, that guy's a really good player. We respect him, and uh, we're going to see how great it is. And uh, No, he went in was like, Josh is like Tom Brady. Tom Brady took a few seasons for Tom Brady to be that guy, but once they get to that point in their season where they just, they just can't be stopped, it stopped. it's hard to stop them pretty much. And Josh Allen is pretty much on that level. So he's saying that Josh Allen is that he's in that elite level where he's always just going to be great going forward. He's He surpassed that Am I going to be good? Am I not going to be good? No, he's at that point where I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good for a long time. And Bill Belichick's singing his praises. So he's hoping that and will go back to Josh Allen's going to be like, yo, he likes me. So I finally earned Bill Belichick's, you mean, respect. So now that he's giving me all this praise, I got to live up to this praise from Bill Belichick. So I'm going to zip it. I'm going to this, that, and the third. Better not. Better not. Like like my man Jeff King said, he's trying to he's trying to get in your head because he knows what kind of roster he has. So he's if you make the mistakes, he'll capitalize. He'll get his team to capitalize. That is that is what's gonna happen. So we just cannot allow that. Josh has got to be so zoned in and ready to roll and focused that he he ain't hearing that shit. Because I bet you right now if. Tom Brady was was on the opposite side, and Bill Belichick was talking with Tom Brady. Tom Brady was like, yeah, good for you. You know what I'm saying? I'll whoop your ass, and I'll thank you after I whoop your ass. That's how it should be. Hey, coach, I know I put up 50 points on you, man, but look, listen, man, I totally respect what you said. 
It meant so much to me. You are the GOAT, but I had to hang 50 on you. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate you. You can do that shit after the game. Don't be in your feelings in the beginning. He loves me. I'm going to about to go in and, and all shit. Pick six. Oh, wait a minute now. Bill Belichick's like, <laughs> you fell into my trap, bitch. Got you. I don't respect your ass. I mean, he probably does. But you guys catch what I'm saying. So we we can't get lulled into Bill Belichick's, you know what I'm saying, monotone. <laughs> monotone. Wifey's home safe. I got you. Uh, monotone ways of, no, 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 no. We're not going to fall for that. But the Bills are too smart for that. We've been the little brother to the Patriots for so long. We finally got out of that noogie that they've had us in. Because they've had us in a noogie for so long. We finally kind of got out of that freaking noogie. We're like, all right, man. Shit. Now I'm going to hold my own. I've grown, I've grown a couple inches taller. I've been in the gym a little bit. Now I'm going to be bullying your ass now. And we, so we got to let flip now. Just right now. You know what I'm saying? They, they're, they're, they've been relegated to little bro. And we can't let them come back and, and, you know, and, let, and catch us lacking. Just can't happen. Just can't happen at all. So start fast, number one. Got to start fast. Number two, how, how do the keys to victory in this game it it can't stop because we've been we've been we've been establishing it since Joe Brady has begun, and we should not we should not deviate from the plan, and that is to get James Cook going. Notice I didn't say establish the run. No 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 no, it's get James Cook going. I I I noticed last game we didn't really get him involved in the pass game. What did he have like two receptions, two receptions in the pass game? I don't even think he had two receptions in the pass game to be honest with you. So. We've got to get this brother involved in the in the pass game. We've got to get him involved like CMC. Because at the end of the day, that's what we need. That is what we need. So, and if you look at the, I mean, he's not even, he's no nowhere near Christian McCaffrey, but he gives you the skill set of Christian McCaffrey. Someone that can run inside, because you've seen him run inside. Someone that can run outside. Now, he doesn't run anywhere near how Christian McCaffrey runs. However, He's like the he's like the broke version of it. He's like the uh, he's like the wish version of Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if anybody knows what wishes. I'm sure you guys all know what wishes. Or he's like the Timu version of he's like the Timu version of Christian McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we can we can definitely get by and do what we need to do with James Cook. We've seen the talent that he has. We've seen what he's been able to do. So there's no reason that we can't. We don't we don't just need to establish the run. We have to get James Cook going because he is the key. To, to opening this offense up. He is absolutely the key. And if someone tells me different, I, I, there's, there's no way I can believe that, right? Josh Allen's going to get his. He's going to do what he's got to do. But what helps the whole situation is when James gives you that balance, that sense of balance. Because when you go look back at the touches he had, he had, what, 20 touches? 20 touches in the backfield uh, running the football. He had 20, 20 carries for 70 yards. Um, but how many receptions? Did he have zero, zero receptions? I thought he had two. I think there was a previous game. He had zero receptions in the past game. Now, Josh Allen only completed 15, uh, 15 of his completions. I mean, five of them went to Stefan Diggs and the four went to Gabe Davis. There's, there's more than 70, 80% of it right there. But at the end of the day, you need to get James Cook established. You need him to get in the pass game. Uh, you need to get him. Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say feature him. But he's got to be a big part of your offense. And Joe Brady, Joe Brady respects the running back. He respects what the what the um, the skill set the running back brings to the offense. 
You've seen it ever since he's shown up. He's been there. I mean, listen, there's a stat that's out there. Um, it's not a crazy stat, but he's had 20 touches four times, I believe, since Joe Brady's returned. Before Joe Brady, he had 20 touches just once. There's your difference right there. Get the ball in James Cook's hands. Things, good things happen. And when good things happen, points are put on the board. And when points are put on the board, everybody's playing relaxed. And when everybody's playing relaxed, we're feeling good, right? We're, we're, we're in sync. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're together as a team. We're, we're one mind, one focus, one everything. So it all starts with, it's like, you know, it's so cliche, but one eleventh, right? Everyone has got to do their one eleventh handling business. That's what it just, what it, that's what it just comes down to. Um, but you'll, you'll, we'll see, we'll see how they decide to utilize him. What's up, Michelle, Michelle Holliman. What's going on, man? Um, Hey, Mike, I'm with Rico though. Cook is a dope player, but he ain't Brees. No, no, no. He's not Brees Hall. Um, as you seen yesterday that he's, he's a load of <laughs> pause. Now Brees Hall, listen, I don't want to, everybody's like, well, get off of Brees Hall. It was brought up. So I got to talk about it. Brees Hall is a, he's a, he's a dynamic back. That's straight up, straight up and down, but they're two different backs. Let's keep it above. They're two different backs, but, um, we have our guy, they got theirs, and we seem to have found a way uh, how we like to utilize James Cook, and we're, we're doing it quite well. So uh, salute, to, salute to the way we use James Cook. I'm, I'm all about it, and uh, let's, let's keep it up. We can't stop. So establish James Cook, get him involved, and get him involved early, right? And let me stick in the running back game. I love the fact that Ty Johnson is back. Ty Johnson is going to be your bruiser. He's going to be your guy that can catch out of the backfield, and he loves contact. So I'm going to tell you right now, man, I was highly disappointed and, uh, in the Dallas Cowboys because they had an opportunity to knock off the Dolphins, right? And their opportunity came with a running back that I love very much, and that's Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard disappointed me. You're on the goal line. And you let these guys turn you away from the goal line when you have a full head of steam and you're about to plow into that thing and you let them turn your ass around? No, bro. Then you let them do the hokey pokey on you, put your left foot in and put your left foot out, turn it all around. They turned your ass around, bro. Like what? You got to get into that end zone. You sniff that end zone, you're in. That I guarantee you that's not happening with Ty Johnson. Todd Johnson is slamming into that end zone. He sniffs that end zone. He's slamming into that. That's why you have to have a balance at running back. You can't have all these guys light in the pants at running back. That's why I was a little concerned at the beginning of the year when I see 5'11", buck 90. I was like, okay, he's a little light. He's a little light. A little more weight on him. He could be nasty. I mean, he's still got time to put some weight on him. He's still young. But a little more weight in him, he'll be straight. But fam, nah, bro. Like, Tony Pollard got turned around like that. That was it. They score, that changes everything in that Dolphins game. Real talk. Man, it's craziness to me, man. I, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. So um, we've got to major, majorly involve our running backs, get them involved, get the balance going. Because I'll tell you right now, Patriots, they're the type of team that will run the rock, run the rock. I mean, you remember that game that we lost, that win game? The game with all the wind in the world. We just couldn't do anything. I mean, Mac Jones completed, what was it, two for three? Or something like that. Three completions or something stupid. And they won the game like 14-10. They just ran the football, ran the football, and just didn't stop. Like, man, we can't have that. <laughs> we definitely can't have that. So, 
looking forward to seeing how we establish was it three three completions for crying out loud where we need to make sure that we get james cook involved and get these boys rolling and if josh has to have another one of those games where he's got you know I'm saying 18 completions but we dominate the game that's all that matters because in this game we just want to win 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 i gotta be like j-rock man if we win this game you know what song i'm playing win 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 that's what we need that's all we need is, is get that dub get that dub and we out of here uh so does Fournette sit this weekend i mean i can't see him being called up again because ty johnson is is healthy ty johnson is ready to come back and you already know we have latavius murray so there's no need to have Le- Le- there's no need to have leonard Fournette. he came up because ty johnson was out ty johnson's back in so leonard Fournette right back to right back to you know what i mean sitting on the bench and and if we need you we need you but right now we don't we straight all right so that's number two so number two Obviously, we gotta we gotta handle business, and by handling business, we gotta establish that run and get James Cook rolling early. All right, that's number two. Number three, Hoggies. All right, Christian was it Christian Barmore? Christian Barmore is a load. All right, he's a problem. He's starting to heat up. He's starting to he's starting to really um, flash right now, and uh, he had a heck of a game against the Broncos last week, and he was a game wrecker. We cannot allow, we've done so well all year with keeping Josh upright. I think Josh is one of the least sacked quarterbacks in the game. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you guys have the stats, go ahead and tell me. But from what I understand, he's one of the least sacked quarterbacks in the game. Let's keep it that way. This O-line has played extremely well all year. And it's really nice to see that they've been healthy. What a difference it makes. Just look around the league. Let's stay. You know what? Stay in the division. Go look at the, go look at the, uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. O line are were in shambles, right? They're they lost their they lost their center, right tackle, left, like they were just like their left tackles in and out, like they were just in in shambles. However, even if even when they were injured and just often moving pieces in and out, they're actually one of the more efficient O line groups in the NFL. I read something earlier today that they're they're actually one of the better O line groups uh, if, in terms of efficiency and grade. They're doing quite well, so good on them. Number one, hold on. Josh Allen graded QB, uh, graded number one QB in the NFL by PFF. Sure. I mean, I ain't, I ain't mad at that. Um, but here's another thing too. Uh, my man Glenn said, "Yo, Rico is right about Josh being the least sacked quarterback in the season." Bro, I told you guys, don't. I ain't just a pretty face, baby. I ain't just a pretty face. Um, but uh, that being said, O line, we've had an O line that's been intact. Knock on wood. Let's keep that shit going. I mean, just look over the the New York Jets. The New York Jets just are embarrassment. Robert Saleh, man. Listen, I understand. Listen, I understand injuries. I do. But Robert Saleh, you, you and your GM, although you guys built a really good team, you drafted well. I mean, obviously, how can you not draft well when you have all those picks? So you had to nail it. And you did a great job. Got a good corner. Sauce Guard is good. DJ Reed, I like DJ Reed. He's nice. You know what I'm saying you got Brees Hall. You, you got, you know what I mean? So you got, you got some good, you got Jermaine Johnson on the line. You got some good players on that squad. But they ain't no how in the heck are y'all playing so poorly? I know the Browns are good, but y'all could come on, man. You know what I mean? So and, and I bring the Jets up because that O line is terrible. They are awful. I mean, they they damn near that's the one that got um Aaron Rodgers hurt. If you really think about it, you go back to that play. Leonard Floyd put a move on that tackle and was after was after Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers held on the ball a little too long. And then boom, that was there. But that's poor pass. That's poor pass, bro. 
poor pass pro from the Jets have these guys playing like garbage. Aaron, Aaron, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Zach Wilson, he's in and out of the lineup. We got Trevor Simeon. They don't know what to do. Robert Sutton had an opportunity to, to bring back Joe Flacco, and he says, yeah, I'm good. We good. We already we already went past that. We're not going to do that. I'm good with the young guys on my squad. You bozo. Look what Joe Flacco's doing with the Browns. He got these boys clinching. He's got the city of Cleveland all up in the highways and shit and parading and all that good stuff. Fam, Robert Sadler, you effed up, bro. You effed up. I mean, the fact that they said they're going to bring your ass back. I mean, shit, good for us. We'll take it. So you better hope Aaron Rodgers is who he's supposed to be next year. You better hope. Because if he's not, you're done. And then the whole the coaching carousel will start all over again with the New York Jets, and they'll be at the bottom uh, of the uh, <laughs> bottom of the division, as they should be. And that's where they should belong. That's where they belong. But <clears throat> that's neither here nor there. What I wanted to get into was the O-line. O-line has to be intact. O-line has to continue to play strong. And O-line has to continue to play as a, as a well-oiled machine. And if you look back at what we've been doing, listen, Deion Dawkins is playing solid. Pro Bowl level, in my opinion. He's doing really well. Mitch Morse has been solid all year. Spencer Brown has made vast improvements. We've got a rookie that's learning a lot in Osiris Torrance. He's, he's gaining experience. And then you've got the steady McGovern. Steady McGovern, that's got experience in that. Like, that's a solid line altogether. We ain't got no, like, all pro, all-star guys on the squad, but these guys are good. And uh, they, they hold it down for a guy, Josh Allen. And don't forget, Josh Allen is a magician. When Josh Allen's back there, man, his pocket presence is, is, is nasty. So... Um, altogether, that that combination of Josh being able to, you know, manipulate and maneuver in the pocket, and these guys holding their blocks as long as they can without getting the holding call, yo, that's been that's you got to give credit to that. You got to give credit. So, uh, shout out to the O line, shout out to them doing well, and shout out to them because that's going to be a key in winning this game. So let's recap. Number one, start quick, start fast. Let's put points on the board quickly. We cannot go back to the old way of. The old Ken Dorsey way. I can, the only way I can say is the Ken Dorsey way of starting slow and not knowing what the hell we're doing on offense. Looking like we're freaking like what, what, what? Looking like a broken offense because that's what we look like. We look like a broken offense. Let's keep it a buck. And, and that was what was, that was the narrative. Yo, what's with the Bills, man? They, they seem broken. The offense is just not working. What's going on? We change offensive coordinators. All of a sudden, we put 30 points. We've now, now all of a sudden, we've established a run game. You better be scared of the Bills because they, they can run the football. We weren't, they weren't talking about like that. They weren't talking about the Bills like that before. They absolutely were not. So we absolutely have an opportunity to, to establish ourselves here. So O-line, let's get it cracking. So start fast, get James Cook involved, and get keep that O-line intact, and let's protect Josh and open them lanes, and let's really get that run game going. Let's get James Cook going. Let's get the run game popping and, and, and neutralize whatever the Patriots are going to try. Right, they're gonna try everything under the book. The Bill O'Brien is gonna do. He's gonna go dig into that old dusty ass bag of his. And he's gonna do what he's got. He's gonna do what he can with Billy Zapp or Billy Zappy, whatever the hell his name is. Right. All right. That's number three. Number four. Pin your ears back and get after Billy Zapp. Bailey Zappy, excuse me, Bailey. <laughs> Bailey. I don't know. I have. I don't know any friends. I, I guess I grew up in an era where my friends weren't named Bailey. Maybe Billy. Maybe Ben. <laughs> But Bailey, that's a new age, new age name, man. Bailey, I never, I never had any friends named Bailey. So Bailey Zappy, these new, these new kids, these new young, young parents with these, these names, man. Um, Bailey, um, yeah, we got to get after his ass, man. We cannot allow him to do what he did to the Broncos to do to us. 
like Easton Stick did. We we I'm hoping that we learn something from Easton Stick because Easton East veteran guy. He's been in the game five years, so he's learned a thing or two along the way. He's learned a thing or two, so you got to give him that credit. I mean, staying, I mean, staying as a backup over five years. I mean, you played a little bit with freaking Philip Rivers for crying out loud. So, yes, you you have to be able to you to understand that, that a, a thing or two about this game. So you, he had that. Um, but Bailey Zappi, second year into the league. No, 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 no. We got to pin our ears back and go after him, put pressure on him, move him off his mark, make him get rid of the ball way faster than he needs to. And this is where the opportunistic Rasul Douglas can hop on that and say, into Christian Benford finally got his interception. So he's he's got a taste for more. He almost got a second interception last one, but he was caught for a little holding. He was, he was tugging on the jersey a little bit. But he's got a little bit, he's got a he's got a zest for for more interceptions and trying to create turnovers, right? Micah Hyde potentially returning. Dude, we got to get after it, man. We got to get after it. <laughs> my man, New Mexico say Rico, I named my 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 min pin. Dog Bailey, what is that? My mini pin? What my min pin? Anyway, I named my min pin dog Bailey years ago. Bailey is a dog. I don't want to say Bailey's a dog. I don't want to disrespect because you can name your dog anything these days, right? Um, but side note, I never liked, I never liked people that called their dogs um human names. It's weird to me. I mean, what happened to the old, the good old bingo? Bingo. What happened to the old bingo? What happened to the old, you know what I'm saying? Uh, zap. <laughs> Come here, Zap. You're busy. What happened to those names? But now I, I, I'm watching, I mean, dogs walk around. Milo. What? Come here, King. Or come here, Jimmy. Like, they're giving these guys human names where I'm like, I'm confused. Because, like, as a, as a person that doesn't own any dogs or pets, you know what I'm saying? And I respect folks that, that have their pets and all that good stuff. But, like, I'll be like, Go for a walk or whatever, and, and I'll hear like uh Jonathan. I'll think, oh, they're calling their kid freaking dogs taking a piss on the side and you calling him Jonathan. Come on now. Cindy. <laughs> I just can't, man. Zeus? Cool. I'll take Zeus. Zeus. I used to I used to be in the in a in a neighborhood where uh, there was a what are those dogs with the the they drool a lot, but they have those long, long whatever. I don't know what you call those dogs, but they called they call her Sheba. Now that's a dog's name, man. Sheba. Feel me? Not freaking Benny. Come here, Benny. No, I can't, man. I just can't do it. Anyways, that's a side note. I didn't mean to, to go off it, but I was talking about Bailey Zap with a name like Bailey. <laughs> and then New Mexico's like, I named my dog Bailey. So, yes, it makes sense. Makes it, look at this. Look at that. See? Ours is Toby. I'm confused. Toby. I'm thinking it's a human. I'm like a little kid somewhere. You know what I'm saying? We go, let's go back to the original names like, like Bingo. <laughs> Like, like Chico, <laughs> like, you know I me, mean? Chico, that's a badass name right there. Was it a, is it a bloodhound, bloodhound dogs? Those, yeah, those dogs, bloodhound dogs, right? Anyway, Sparky, like those names, man, those are real dog names. But you, you calling, you calling your dog Bartholomew, Bartholomew, you're like, you lost me. You lost me a little bit there. Anyway, sorry, I went on a, I went on a whole, <laughs> I went on a whole other tirade, but anyway. You guys catch what I'm saying. So, Bailey, we got to pin our ears back on Bailey. Do not let him get warmed up. Do not let him kind of get a rhythm because y'all know what it is, man. When you guys catch, when these guys, when these quarterbacks catch a rhythm, it's like it's like a shooter, man. You you catch, you let a, a shooter catch rhythm, 
and that that stroke is just hitting, and he's just he just sitting there, and it's just money pop. It's just money. He can't miss. He's he's talking to you. He's hitting that. There's not a whole lot you can do. You just got to pray and hope that he misses. Because when somebody gets hot, it's hot. You when Josh Allen is buzzing, when Josh Allen is hot, you ain't stopping Josh. There's no way you're stopping Josh. So we got to get this brother out of rhythm. We got to get him just not knowing. And I mean, in no disrespect, who are the receivers on, on the Patriots? I really don't know who the receivers are. I mean, I, I actually really literally have to go to that Patriots team and see who the hell they're, they're throwing to. I know J.J. JJ Smith-Schuster, he's uh, Juju. I said J.J. Juju is, is hurt. He's on the, he doesn't come back until the 7th of January. So, like, what, uh, what do they got over there? I really, I'm, I'm actually curious. I'm actually about to open it up to see who, who they're throwing to. I know they got Gusecki. Gusecki's the guy that they got over. They got Hunter Henry, so they're going to go double tight end. Maybe a little 12 personnel. I can see that happening. Okay. They're going to try to run the ball. I'm trying to remember. You know what? They had that, uh, I think he's a rookie or second-year player, Douglas. That Douglas guy was giving us problems the first game, actually. I was like, yo, who the, or Edwards. Was it Edwards or Douglas? I can't remember who it was. Let me, let me find out. Uh, yeah, this, this guy right here, Douglas, man. Douglas was giving us problems. He's got 44 receptions. He's their leading receiver. 44 receptions. And then the next person is Hunter Henry. So Douglas, a good solid player, by the way, good for the Patriots. I remember seeing in the first game, I was like, yo, that guy's a problem, man. He's nice. He's good like that. But yeah, Douglas was, was doing work. And then the next guy is, uh, is a freaking, uh, is Hunter Henry. So, I mean, shit, you know what it is, man. We gotta, we gotta handle that. New Mexico says, Rico, a min pin is a miniature pincher. And my wife named it Bailey for crying a lot. I'm not going to know what a min pin is. A min pin? Fam. <laughs> but I'm glad that I know that because when someone says, my little min pin Bailey, I don't go, oh, miniature, miniature, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> a miniature pincher? Oh, look at you. I mean, shoot. Maybe, I don't know if that's the way I'm supposed to talk to dog owners. Oh, really? Miniature pincher? <laughs> Yeah, but but I'm glad that you you've educated me on that because it's always good to be educated and it's always good to learn something. So I learned something today. Min pin. So when someone's talking about, oh, my min pin's been such a bad a bad boy or whatever, I'm like, oh, poor thing. What'd you do? What's his name? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Get into that all that chatter. Uh, I never knew I would have been educated on min pin. So well, thank you for that. Uh, a min pin. Good for me. I just learned something today. Uh, so anyway. Bailey's happy. Pin your ears. Go get after him. Do not let him establish himself. Do not let him get a rhythm. Like we can't. We just can't. It just can't happen. And uh, we got to. We got to make sure. We just got to make sure that we're on top of it. Now, number four. This is gonna go to the uh, to to the guys with the headsets, right? How we how we establish ourselves is this gonna be a game of chess? So, Joe Brady might not know a whole lot about Belichick. He knows of him by name, but he hasn't gone up against him, like to really go up against. I mean, he was quarterbacks coach. Hey, Josh, what'd you see out there? Okay, cool. Yada, yada, yada. But Ken Dorsey was the one calling plays and all that good stuff. So this is your opportunity to go up against one of the best. So Joe Brady can't crumble. He can't crumble and not know what Belichick is doing because Belichick's like, yo, I eat young offensive coordinators for brunch. You're done. I'm going to eat you. You're not going to know what I'm sending your way. So this is where we're going to rely heavily on Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen is the guy that's known this defense that knows a little, a little something about Bill Belichick. And he's been doing it for the six, the past six years. So you, you will hope that Josh's experience is going to help Joe Brady and, uh, and obviously Aaron Cromer and, and Shula and Shula to, to make sure that these guys, they come up with a game plan that allows Josh to have success, that allows there to be some balance on the offensive side of the ball, that allows for a great flow of this game, especially because we're going to be at home. Home field advantage, we have an opportunity to clinch a playoff berth. Like, there's there's no other ways to look at this. We, we've got to make sure that we establish ourselves, and Joe Brady can't fall to the pressure, can't fall to the gimmick, right? Where I'm sure Belichick is going to be like, all right, <clears throat> He's going to go through his file folders because he probably still has file folders. He's going to go to his file folders and let me see how to destroy an offensive coordinator. That's what, two, three, two years in the game. Yeah, let me grab this one here. <sighs> ah, yes, this is a good one. Belichick gives me that type of vibe, right? Him and his dog, Nike. There's a name, Nike. That's Bill Belichick's dog's name, Nike. I respect it. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to call him Jonathan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or call him Donald. Feel me? So, like, you catch what I'm saying. But anyway, I think that he he's he's going to try to throw a whole bunch of things at Joe Brady. We're going to need Josh Allen. We're going to need, you know, saying Stephon Diggs, the guys that have been there, Mitch Morse, Deion Dawkins, to really kind of figure things out. Okay, I know what he's trying to do to us. Here's what we're going to do. Right? So, I'm hoping that that's how um, things get established in this game because let Bill Belichick get a hold of you and, and he's like, gotcha. You don't know what I'm going to do. You don't know what I'm going to send you. This is a problem. But the beauty of this whole situation is we have a veteran quarterback. So very little is going to to rattle Josh Allen. Very little. And the beauty of having a quarterback that's dual threat, because if I don't like what I see, I'm going to kill you with my legs. That's just what it is. I'm going to kill you with my legs. And until you respect what I do with my legs, then I'm going to burn you up top. And if you do, if you want to kind of take me out of the game, then my young buck over here, my young bull behind me, and James Cook is going to get you. So there's a there's a plethora of ways that we can get after these boys and really get on them, and uh, there's uh we've just got to we've just got to establish that. But Joe Brady is gonna have a, a task on his hands. He's gonna have a tall task on his hands, and that tall task is is getting like it's a big boss. It's like playing video games, man. It's like playing Mortal Kombat. In order for you know what I'm saying, you gotta you gotta get over the hump with Bill Belichick in order for you to make that playoff berth and get out there and and get up there. So. Bill Belichick is is you know what I mean boss number seventeen, right? And he's had some he's had some 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 he's got he's got a lot of history behind him. So you got to come with your A game if you're going to beat boss seventeen. Boss seventeen is huge, and then boss eighteen next week is massive. But you got to get through boss seventeen. You're climbing up the ranks, and boss number seventeen ain't gonna let you just come in here and just you know what I'm saying get all cute and do what you got to do. You got to really do work and get after it. So. This is where you're going to rely on your veteran guys on the squad to know, you know I'm saying, to see what's going on and 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 go through the tape, see how these guys have been doing. And don't get don't get it twisted, man. This team is a very good team. This is uh that four and were they four and eleven? That four and eleven record, it looks nasty, but these guys are still playing hard for Bill Belichick. They're still playing hard. He's he's leaving. I mean, you saw what happened last week, right? Last week. Easton Stick and a whole slew of these guys played hard for, you know what I mean, Coach Giff or Griff. They played hard for Coach Griff. 
And to the point where Coach Griff was like, yo, played hard. Yo, go win the whole thing, man. Go get him. Go get him. Mad respect, by the way. So a Bill Belichick roster that knows, yo, Bill Belichick ain't coming back. Yo, let's try to get this guy a win, man. Let's get him a good win against the Bills. Send these guys. We can't give Bill Belichick, you know what I'm saying, like two-game loser streak and send him out of here. We got to make sure that we play hard. So they're going to play hard. So Joe Brady, make sure you're all over it. You're on your, your you know what I'm saying, you're, you're crossing your I's and you're dotting your T's. You know what I'm saying? Or crossing your T's and dotting your I's and you're ready to go. That's what that's what it's got to come down to. So that's number four. And lastly, number five, this is the big one for me. Um, I mean, I could talk about defense all day, but more specifically, keys to getting this, this, this thing going is our receiving crew. I Listen, if you go back the last couple of games, we haven't really established anything with Kincaid. Kincaid has been extremely quiet. I mean, don't get me wrong. We had, what, seven completions against the Dallas Cowboys. And then we had 15 completions against the Chargers. So, like, 21, 21 completions, give or take. Like, that's, 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 ah, I don't know. I said 21. You catch what I'm saying, though. Like, there's not, there's not enough. Like, there's not, there's, there's just not enough, man. Like, there's, we've got to be able to establish something in the past game. And it sounds very weird for me to say that because if we're winning, why try to rock the boat and try to, you know what I mean, get statistics? And it's in a, as a fan of the game, I want to see points. I want to see high fly. I want to see all that stuff, right? That's what Bill Bell, excuse me, that's what Bill, that's what Roger Goodell and the league is trying to do with all these damn rules against the defense. They want high scoring. They want all that stuff. And they got me because I want that too. I want my team to light teams up. I really do. But I'm going to tell you, man. Mike Carter says, yo, Rico, you're the one that loves running the ball. I know. I'm about to explain myself. That's the thing. It's so weird for me to be like, ah, but I, I like to. If it's working, don't break it. Don't fix what's not broken. Trust me, and I get that. But the, the sick side of me, because I love that we're running the football, and then all, all of a sudden I'm saying, like, well, we've got to pass the football. Like, we can't have it both ways. And I'm telling myself that, too, because I have to understand, like, dude, I've been the one saying, establish the run game, run the football, this, that, and the third, all this stuff, right? So now that we're doing it, here I am saying, well, kind of, I'd like to see us pass more. Stefan Diggs hasn't really doing much, because that's, that's where I'm going to go with this. Stefan Diggs hasn't been doing much, and neither has Kincaid, and neither has Gabe Davis. Like, what the hell's going on with these guys? But on the flip side, we're running the rock. We're a little more balanced. We don't need to have like 300 yard games. So it's one of those, this is one of those moments where I have to like temper myself and say, yo, what do we, why change things up? Let's just win this game. But then the other side of me is like, but this is a passing leg. This is a passing game. So at one point, we're going to have to throw the football. We're going to have to air. I can say this is exactly where we'd like to be, in my opinion, because now late in the season, We've established ourselves as a balanced team that can run the football. So it's not like we forgot how to pass the football. So when people are like, okay, stuff the run, fill the box up. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Actually, don't pause. That's what she said. Fill that box up, right? And put eight in the box and let's go. Let's see if you can run the football. This is where Josh becomes dangerous. Oh, you want to go eight in the box now? All right, boys. 11 personnel. Spread them out. 10 personnel. Let's go. Now, you can't do all that. 
and I still got James Cook in the backfield. So now you, you're guessing what I'm going to do. So this is the beauty of the establishment of the run game. But that pass game, I'm, I'm still kind of like, ah, I kind of like a good pass game. I do. But, you know, this is me being a spoiled, a spoiled fan where we've had some good things happen lately, recently, and we've been able to run the football. Now I'm like, yo, we could do anything. And this is why it's so great to, to see that this team is, uh, is just, it feels like we're destined for good things. We're destined to go far into the playoffs. So uh, I got to just enjoy the ride while we're here because we're winning. And uh, I listen, there's no need for a fan like myself to talk about, we need to do, no, 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 we're doing what we're supposed to do. And that's win games. And how we win games may be different every game. We may not be able to establish anything against the Patriots this week. It might be the defense that's picked six in and fumble return. They mean fumble return for a touchdown, a special teams touchdown. Maybe Deontay Hardy wakes up out of nowhere and scores a punt return touchdown, kick return touchdown. Who knows, right? There's got to be multiple ways that we win this game. And it's uh, I'm looking forward to it. And lastly, I know I wanted to say five points. And I was talking about the receiving game and so on and so forth. But I didn't really make a point because it's been something that I've been muttering. Um, so kind of going back and forth with. Right. But I had the receiving in there because Stefan Diggs is the one that I do want to talk about in just a moment, because that's what I'm going to get into. But lastly, I think what we what we want to establish is special teams. Because right now, special teams is the big one. Special teams is where we want to be able to a establish ourselves field position. A, we want to be able to when we get into green zone, red zone, if we can't get into the end zone, we better damn we better put up three points. We better put up. Every point that we can, we better do that. So at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, we're not messing around. We're not, we're not playing no games. Like, like when we get into the, and we've been very, very good. We're like, I think we're at, we're hitting at a 67% rate when we get into uh, the red zone. I think it's a little higher than that actually. Um, But we're doing quite well when we get into the red zone, we just got to keep it up. So uh, we, (laughs) Jeff King said, we're going to stomp, we're going to stomp all night. We got to Um, Jeff King, by the way, post me a, a track you want me to do. Right uh, for the outro, because I'm going to play that track. Whatever you want, you choose that. I'm playing that, right? So, But special teams, we need to establish ourselves. We need to pin them back. I mean, Sam Martin, when you, when you, I want you to, you know, cough and punt that thing right into that corner. Like, if they're going to start with the football, make them start in that, inside that 20. Make them start inside the 10. Like, they're going to earn every bit of it. If we're going to, if we're, if special teams are going to play a part, because it's huge, right? Pin them deep. Now our defense is allowed to, okay, this is the type of defense we're going to play. We're going to put some pressure on them. Maybe we get a safety in this game. There's a lot of things that can happen, but special teams is going to play a big part, especially playing a Belichick team where special teams plays a huge part. It has to. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a great field position because we pin them back, that we capitalize on our field goals. And uh, I'm hoping that we, you know what I mean, take one back to the house, man. That's what, that's what makes you, you miss, you know what I'm saying, having, you know what I mean, the return guy um, come back and, 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 you, and do what they do, man. So when we, when we had our, our, our guy, the returning punts and kickoffs, it was a beautiful, a beautiful thing, man. And, I mean, jet ski accident gets him out. So, like, come on, man. Like, so uh, those situations you want to, you want to establish. So, Get ready for special teams to be a big part of Sunday's game. I mean, stomp, baby, brothers. Okay, stomp. We're going to play stomp for you, brother. Um, so, yeah, man. So, like, that. that's what it comes down to at this point. Um, we got to establish ourselves like we always do, and special teams is going to be a big one. So, recapping, five keys to victory, all right? 
hey, start fast, start quick. No mess around. Don't play with these guys. Let's not go back to the old ways of these guys get up 10 nothing on us and it takes us a while to wake up because sometimes we may not wake up and we're like, holy crap, what the hell happened? The game's over just like that. We can't get up, get early. Let's get going, period. That's number one. Number two, get James Cook involved in the game early. Get him in the pass game. Get him in getting running the football. He's got to get to those 20 touches. 20 touches is key. Get him his 20 touches. Let's roll. Number three, O-line. O-line has been intact. They've been healthy. They've been great. They've got Zach. They got Zach. They got Josh Allen staying upright. He's one of the least sacked quarterbacks in the game. Keep that up. Get your lanes open. Get your splits right. So in order for, you know what I'm saying, to beat a Belichick team, man, you better be a unison. You better do the same things correctly because he finds something that's that's off. He's going to attack that. So get those lanes open. Keep Josh up upright. You know what I'm saying? And handle your business because Christian Barmore and that defensive front, they're not a joke. They're going to push at you. They're going to get after you. So uh, let's make sure that we we handle ourselves and we handle ourselves well. All right. No, number four, that's going to be Joe Brady. Joe Brady against Joe, excuse me, and Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is going to be, he's going to throw everything he can at a young offensive coordinator. So be ready to lean on your veterans. Be ready to lean on Josh Allen, lean on Stefan Diggs, Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morse. I mean, those are the guys, Gabe Davis. I mean, those are the guys that have played this team multiple times. They know this team very well. Uh, personnel has changed just a little bit, but you already know what time it is, right? So lean on your veterans, and hopefully that game plan that you have is the perfect game plan to neutralize and whoop ass. Don't forget, the Patriots is a team that we hate very much. They've they've tortured us for 20 freaking plus years. So they they just because Bill Belichick's leaving, it's a sad boo-hoo-hoo. I don't give a damn. We got to stomp the yard on these boys. Stomp them out. I don't want nothing to do with the, the Jets. I want nothing to do with the Jets. I want nothing to do with the Patriots. I want nothing to do with the Dolphins. I want nothing to do with the Cowboys. And I want nothing to do with the Chiefs. Those five teams right there, man, yo, burn them all. Burn them all. Can't stand them. Any, can't stand any of them. And last but not least, special teams. We got to do break things on special teams and, uh, and, and establish ourselves. And the most important is pin these suckers back, man. Yo, well, if we don't capitalize and have a perfect game like we've had in the past because we had a perfect game against this very team, Yo, pin these guys back, punt back, and handle them. And, and listen, Bailey Zappi, you're going to have to beat us 80 yards down the field. And if you can beat us 80 yards down the field multiple times, yo, you respect, you deserve it. But it's not going to happen. So it is what it is. And, I mean, side note, honorary mention, honorable, honorable mention is, uh, is our penalties, man. Penalties, like this game against the Chiefs, excuse me, the, the Chargers, we had every opportunity to put this team away on big plays and big plays happened. And then guess what happens? Oh, called back because of a holding called back because illegal man downfield. Oh, called back because a uh, illegal formation. Right. So like, and we call back for holding, like just, just silly, dumb stuff that kills us. Like we've had much, so many big plays happened and, and we just, we just F it up, and now we're backed up. I mean, we at one point, we were at second and 27. I was like, holy crow, man. What the? F like, we can't, we can't do that. We can't shoot ourselves in the foot and put us in bad positions like that. Turning the ball over three times, and, and you getting penalized? Bro, that's a nasty recipe. How we got out of that for a, in a win is tough because you do not win games that, are, that, you, that you turn the ball over three times, let alone once. Three times? No, that's a problem. That's a big problem. So we got to make sure that we uh, we 
we got to make sure that we fix those issues there. So those are those are my five keys to victory. Um, if you guys do agree with those five keys to victory and how we can take down the Patriots, smash that like as you guys are in here. And um, we're going to go into um, into the pickums and uh, what we want to do. I don't know if wifey wants to come down and do her picks. It's up to her, but uh, we got bills to pay. And uh, I've got a sponsor with the uh, fantasy, with the with, with the with underdog pickups. I don't know if you guys do a lot of the pickups this year. I haven't really uh, done a whole lot to show you guys what I've been doing. Um, but if you, I've seen guys make money, and somebody, I don't know if you saw it, but somebody hit on a fourteen team parlay or fourteen parlay, fourteen pick parlay, and he needed McCaffrey to hit five bucks. Won this, won this brother. Was it like four hundred thousand, half a mil, bro? This is your opportunity, underdog pick them. This is your chance. Check this out. Underdog fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code Buffalo Fanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. And there it is, Pierre the Kingpin. What a smooth! I, I love how I always make fun of Pierre. It's like, yo, you really like, really articulated your 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 voice on there. And get your pickums in, and just I'm betting on Josh Allen. <laughs> I get him all the time, but he did a damn good job on that man. That voiceover, that voiceover is clean, boy, clean. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the uh, the back end session of the podcast. If you guys are enjoying yourself, do me a favor. Do the Buffalo Fanatics a favor and do yourselves a favor. Hit that like button real quick. And if you guys are following on X, if you guys are following on Twitch, you guys are following on 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 YouTube. Yo, do me a favor. Yo, I've never asked you guys to do this, but share this one. Take just take a second and share this this link and get it out to your folks, to your peoples, your yum yum, whatever. And maybe somebody might enjoy this podcast, right? Maybe they might enjoy the bit about the dogs. You know what I mean? I, I always like to kind of not always gear myself to just football stuff. We can kind of gear outside of that. And this is this portion of the podcast on Fridays where we can hit anything uh, around the league. And uh, the one conversation that's always that's heating up and that's always that's been taking place is is the the MVP chatter. And uh, it's coming down to a couple more weeks of football. And right now. You got. Uh, hold on before I get into it. Somebody's asked me a question here. Uh, Rico, you're going to join up with Dan Mitchell again. Uh, Dan's my guy, man. Dan, me and Dan, we, I fuck with Dan big heavy, but I'm so busy with other things, man. I like, obviously I got my own brand that you know, say I'm pushing. I'm trying to, you know, mean, grow and do whatever we do. And then I'm, I'm doing my thing with Bleacher Report. So I'm, I'm busy and I got a family, man. I got kids, bro. So like, there's only so many I can put my, my place in, right? You don't want to ever neglect your fam and all that stuff. So, um, but um, but yeah, man, that's my guy. Anytime he needs me, he knows I, I'm there for him. So, uh, but great question, great question. Uh, let's talk about it, man. MVP. I got I got beef real quick. I got beef. I got beef real quick, and uh, and it starts like this. And I gotta get I got there's something I gotta get off my chest because like it's not huge, but it's a little something. Set, yes, uh, set, yes. 
So we got MVP chatters happening all over the league, right? And uh, right now, the, the leading candidate for the MVP award is Lamar Jackson. So a lot of people are saying it may not even be true, but there's two games left. He's got a game against Tua and the Dolphins this Sunday coming up. We don't want Tua to win because it just muddies the whole waters of all that good stuff. I mean, who cares if he wins, but we just need to handle our business. But uh, but we want to win the division because we need to win that division. If they win, then we can't win the division. So it is what it is. However, Lamar Jackson is in conversation for MVP. Tua Tungavailoa is in conversation for MVP. Brock Purdy is in conversation for MVP. Maybe he took a little bit of a dip with his last performance for his Nate Peterman performance with four interceptions. And if he played a little longer, he probably would have had five the way that these boys were all over his ass. Right. Uh, Pat Mahomes maybe has been taken out of that. I don't think he's, he's playing like an MVP level this year. Dak Prescott was once in that conversation. It, he, maybe he might establish himself as, as part of the, the conversation again, the last couple of games. And Josh Allen is starting to heat up and be part of this conversation. Problem with him is the loss, the loss, excuse me, the loss. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The loss category. I mean, he's he's sitting there with six losses, and uh, obviously the interceptions. So those are the two things that are holding Josh down. And like my man uh, Dave, uh, Dave uh, from my BIB said, uh, and he was like, "Yo, we're six points away, really, from being you know, what I'm saying a eleven win team." 10 to 11 win team. So like, and Josh, if we were at a 10, 10 wins, 11 wins, Josh would be entrenched as the MVP. Now I don't want to be like a Homer and say, Josh is the guy that deserves it. But this brother's got 40 touchdowns, total touchdowns at 3,700 yards. And he's got two games to go where he can really establish himself. But my bigger beef is with Brock Purdy. <clears throat> and not that I beef with Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy was was one of the names that people were talking about him being P because he's that he's hitting at 27 touchdowns right now to how many interceptions? I mean, now his interceptions are are, are, are much higher. So he's at a 27, where is he? 29 and 11. So he's got 11 interceptions. Josh has 15. So Josh has four more interceptions than Brock Purdy. And he's got more total touchdowns than Brock Purdy. But here's my problem with Brock Purdy. Not a problem. My question. How can you give Brock Purdy the MVP when he's not even the best player on his own team? Christian McCaffrey is the best player on that very team. So if you're going to give the MVP to someone, it should be Christian McCaffrey over Brock Purdy. Because he's not even the best player on the team. So how could you give it to Brock Purdy when Josh Allen is having statistically a better year than Brock Purdy? Because I tell you, if Josh had a little couple more wins and you're looking at both guys, you're giving it to Josh Allen. But Brock Purdy ain't even on the same level as Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey is the one that's holding down that team. So you can't give it to Brock Purdy when he's not even the best player on his team. That makes no sense. So to me, that e immediately eliminates Brock Purdy from that conversation, in my opinion. Y'all might think I'm tripping, but you have to be the best player on your team if you're going to be the best player in the whole of NFL, in the, all of NFL. 
go to go to go to the Ravens right now. Who's the best player on that team? Lamar Jackson. Go to Buffalo right now. Who's the best player on that team? Josh Allen. Go go to Detroit. Who's the best player on that team? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. Is it Jared Goff, or is it or is it Jameer Gibbs? You know what I'm saying? So, like to me, those things those things stand out to me, right? And I'm looking at the comparisons of. Dak, Josh, the guys that are in there, uh, they're trying to say that, uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts was once, you mean, the guy that was supposed to be the MVP. That's, that's, that's out of there. So right now, Tua, statistically, is doing pretty damn good. 4,200 yards. You know what I'm saying? Eight, eight and a half yards a pop right now. He's at 26 and 10. Is he the best player on his team, though? Tyreek Hill's the best player on his team. So, like, Really and truly, the the MVP conversation should be Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey, and if Josh continues to do what he does, Josh Allen. That's the way I look at it. So now, it's a quarterback-driven league, right? So if Josh Allen wins this game and has a pretty damn good statistical game, then he has a damn good game against the Dolphins and whoops the Dolphins and wins the East. He's your MVP. He's your MVP. Now, I can't dismiss Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson is has got his team as the best team in the NFL. If you guys want to talk, like, listen, they were trying to say that the, 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 the 49ers were the best team in the NFL, but really, the Ravens took care of the 49ers. So right now, the Ravens are the top dog. So I'm looking at Lamar Jackson, and I'm like, okay, so how can I make a case for Lamar Jackson? I can't. I love Lamar Jackson. You guys know this. I've always got love for Lamar Jackson, but you can't give this brother the MVP and then go back to his MVP year. He had 36 and like, was he 36 and seven? 36 and seven interceptions. The guy was a machine, unanimous MVP. His numbers don't even compare to what he did 
when he had the MVP then. So how are you putting Lamar Jackson in that conversation? And all the things that are being said, and I'm just repeating what everybody's saying, so I'm not breaking news here, but he's had multiple games where he's got one touchdown. Running game is doing what he's supposed to do now. Does he make a difference for his team when they need his ass? He makes a play? Hell yeah. Josh does the same thing. So it comes back. I'm not trying to be a homer. There's not being me a homer. I'm just I'm putting it out there for you. I'm putting the case out there. You got to be the best player on your team for you to be the best player in the league. Brock Purdy, you're not better than Christian McCaffrey. Sorry. And Tua Tungvaloa, you're not better than Tyreek Hill. Done. So Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen. Now you can make your decision on who's the most valuable player in the game, who's the most valuable player on the team. Now, a lot of you might say, yo, you tr- what are you smoking? But like, give me, give me an opportunity, give me a, a scenario where it that doesn't make any sense. How could you give Brock Purdy the MVP when Christian McCaffrey is killing the game and he's the best player on the squad? Don't forget, Jimmy Garoppolo was on that very same team and did the very same thing. Just saying. You go, you go over the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill is an absolute gem. This guy, is, he could still, at this point, break the record. I'm trying to see what, what he's receiving. He's got two games left. One of them against us, and he doesn't really do quite well against us, so he's better, he better get all his yardage in this upcoming game. Tyreek Hill right now, let me see where he's at. Tyreek Hill's at 1,600 yards, 1,641. He's got quite a few to go, but not crazy. It's not crazy. Get him 165 yards a pop, he's got the record. 165. Just call it 165. He could probably get 200 in his upcoming game against the Ravens. Doubt that. And then against the Bills, doubt that as well. We got the we're 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 hosting with the number five, number six passing defense. He ain't getting it. I don't know if he's getting it. Now that I know who he like, I'm thinking about who he plays. He ain't getting it. Or does he? He might go off. He might go off. You just never know. So MVP chatter. Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen. Unless Lamar Jackson has a monster game against the Dolphins and really looks like he's polished, he goes for 400 yards, and like, you tell me Odell Beckham is, is killing the game, like, unless he does all that, then I'll, I'll, give, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But it ain't the case. Josh Allen leads the league by, I think, what, he's got 16 more touchdowns than everybody else. He's got 16 more touchdowns than anybody else. Than Lamar Jackson. We'll say Lamar Jackson. 16 more touchdowns than Lamar Jackson. Am I being a homer? <laughs> Buffalo Chris says, yo, you're being a homer, Rico. Dolphins have won without Hill. Once. Stop it. All right, Buffalo Chris. But have not won a game without Tua. MVP is between Lamar Jackson and Tua. Josh is not even close to those two players in MVP. Oh, really? Really now, I that's interesting. I'm not going to say I disagree with you. I, actually, I do. I do disagree with you. But that's a good point. I'll, I'll give it to you. But he won one game without him. And who, who was his opponent? Oh, the Dallas Cowboys. His opponent was the Dallas Cowboys. And it was a, it was a close game. I'm not going to take away from that. He had a good game with them. You can't take it away. That's why I had Tua in there as, as the conversation. But then I said, 
Tyreek is the one that should be getting the con- the consideration for MVP because he's the best player on their squad. But you're telling me he won without him. One game. Very tiny sample size. Yo, take this brother out for more than one game. Let's see what happens. More than one game. Let's see what happens. I haven't seen Tyreek miss a whole, guy, a whole lot of games. I haven't. So it's, that's why this conversation is really interesting. That's why it's, it's very enticing to see how this is all going to play out. It's, it's really fun, really. Does Josh Allen get it? I don't think he gives a damn if he gets it or not. Honestly, he just wants to get in the freaking dance and make the playoffs. And then if you really want to talk about who's going to win Super Bowl, excuse me, MVP, I'd rather Josh win the, the Super Bowl MVP, if you catch what I'm saying. You feel me? So that being said, though, fair, it's a fair take, though. Don't get me wrong, uh, Buffalo Chris. Fair take. Uh, take two out for more than one game and see what happens. Take Josh out for one game. Look, you can't use that. Don't use that. Don't use that. Take Lamar out for one game. Take, take, uh, take Josh out for one game. They're going to win the game? They're going to win? No, no, no. You can't use that argument. You can't use that argument because you absolutely put, put Kyle Allen in the football game. Tell me how the Bills do. How many games do the Bills win? Okay, there we go. So you can't use that argument. You were you you had me with Tyreek was away for one game, but Tua was able to still do what he did. Fair. That's a fair point. I'd have to see it for more. Let's just say he missed three games. You know, say let's see how he does without Tyreek in those three games. I'm sure he probably would have still had success because they're well coached. They got a good offense. That 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 run game is rolling right now. You know, saying most of Raheem Mostert's got with like 21 plus touchdowns. Crazy. Good for them. Good for them. But you can't use. You can't use uh, the whole, like, take that quarterback out because you take Josh Allen out of that equation in Buffalo, they're not even a playoff team. They're at the, they're at the bottom. And they're, that's a tough roster. But you ain't going to tell me that take two off that team. I mean, listen, take two off that team. Did you know, see what happened last game? Freaking Skylar Thompson took it to us and nearly freaking whooped us in the playoffs. So you know what? Now I'm back on Chris's ass, Buffalo Chris. Yes, take Tua out there, and Skylar Thompson nearly took us out in the playoff game. I mean, shit, man. Somebody said, yo, you say he sounds like more like Miami Chris than Buffalo Chris. <laughs> That's actually funny. <laughs> That's actually funny. But anyway, uh, listen, we, it's a great debate. It's a great debate. There ain't no, nobody's wrong. Everybody's got their opinion. You know what I mean? But like, fun debate nonetheless. Uh, what's up, Laura? I don't know top team QBs made it happen. I don't know. Top team QBs made it happen, whether by by passing or not. I got to include Lamar and Dak, but obviously Josh CMC is fired. No doubt. And Lamar is, listen, if Lamar gets another one, I'd be happy for him. Real talk. Because he's got that team rolling. Um, and I'm a fan of Lamar. So I like Lamar, man. I really like Lamar. I, I don't like the disrespect he's gotten over time. He's just a good athlete. I can't believe, uh, who was it that Bozo that said it? He should not be quarterback. He should be uh, a receiver. Go fuck yourself, number one. Like, the disrespect. The disrespect. Like, Jalen Monroe, the quarterback. Is it Jalen Monroe? Jalen Monroe, the quarterback for the my for uh, Alabama. Uh, he was like, I guess Bill O'Brien was like, yo, you, switch, you should switch positions. I love when these guys tell these guys, switch positions, man. You're not going to be, you're not going to be anything. You see the specimen? Yo, Monroe's a specimen. And, you know what I'm saying? And he, he had a rough, shaky start. But ever since he got benched, yo, he's been on fire. Change position, man. Listen, listen to these these old old ass coaches talking some bullshit. Get out of here, bro. They ain't they ain't what it used to be. Anyway, um, another topic that I want to hit. We're moving on to the next topic. 
So I'm listening to, and it, it was in regards to the, um, it was in regards to, what was it? Uh, the MVP talk. And there was a, there was this lady today that was, she mentioned something about she'd rather have a quarterbacky quarterback than having a guy like Lamar Jackson win the MVP. And everybody was like, what the, what the hell does quarterbacky mean? What does that mean? I'd rather him be quarterbacky. I like my quarter. What? I've never heard such a, such a term for as well. I mean, obviously it's, it's not a term. Um, I'm going to, I'm trying to type it in here so I can play you guys the article. I'm not the article, the, the quarter, <laughs> she called it quarterbacky. Uh, so let's see, let's see how this plays out. And I'm going to find you guys the audio of uh, quarterbacky. She says, um, hopefully I can find it. But what, so basically she was kind of dismissing, dismissing Lamar Jackson's um, ability to play quarterback. And she'd rather have my quarterback be quarterbacky. Bro, let me tell you, the new NFL, there ain't no quarterbacky. Every and every every freaking quarterback that you see out there, the, the the prototypical pocket passing quarterback, you're not gonna see that anymore. All these quarterbacks can run. Go to look at Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, he will take off. He will get you. Look at Easton Stick. Easton Stick was running all over us like he was freaking white Mike. You know what I mean? <laughs> the hip hip hop says, "Yo, you know what she meant." <laughs> I know what she meant. I mean, I know what she meant, but I know what she meant. If you catch what I'm saying, but we're going to stick to what she's trying to say. Meaning she likes her quarterback to be more pocket presence, quarterback in the pocket. I'm assuming that's what she means by quarterbacky, but that's not the new NFL. These quarterbacks these days, they're all athletic. Zach Wilson can take off and take off on you. Look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen will take off on your ass. Hey, stop playing like these, these, Prototypical pocket passing quarterbacks, they don't they don't last in this league anymore. You got to be able to be at least mobile enough to, to save yourself and get out of the pocket. Like Kenny Pickett, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Baker Mayfield, even he's like the little engine that could. Bless his little heart because he's a pocket passing quarterback, but he will try to get out of the pocket and take off. His 4.8, 4.9 speed ain't, ain't cutting it, but he tries. He tries. So... Saying that I want my quarterback to be quarterbacky, man, knock it off, lady, knock it off. Like that's some, that's that's a terrible take. I mean, quarterbacks these days, you got these these defensive linemen are specimen. They run four fours. You can't be a pocket pat like Michael Parsons coming off the off the bend, wreck you. He will wreck your ass, man. These defensive tackles, defensive ends, these guys are running four fives, four sixes, like they're so passing quarterbacks gotta be able to. If you don't run, you're done in this game. So anyway, that was one of the topics uh, that I wanted to hit. If there's, if there's any NFL topics that is being circulated around the league or should be spoken about and be talked about, this is your opportunity uh, to jump in there before I hit my picks um, and go from there. But uh, it's uh, I'm looking forward to um, to hit my picks to see who is, who is going to be grabbing it. And then what we'll do as well is we're going to look at the uh, playoff scenarios. Uh, and how we seed, how it's going to look, how we seed. Um, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. So I got this guy named Jay Stone. What's up, Jay Stone? Let me see what he's saying. Rico, you're smoking that pipe now, huh? The NFL has gotten so soft, you breathe on a quarterback and they're throwing a flag. What the fuck is Jay Stone saying? 
Jason, what the fuck are you smoking? What are you talking? You know what I love when someone comes in and, and brings out pure nonsense, and then they think they they got a hot hot take, <laughs> trash take. Like Rico, you're smoking a pipe now that the NFL's gotten so soft. You breathe on a quarterback and they're throwing a flag. What? Not even gonna bother. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless your heart, Jay Stone. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I gotta give Jay Stone a stop. I gotta give him a chance. I gotta give him a chance. You were saying how fast the defensive ends were. Yes. Yes. So what I'm saying to you, sir, Mr. Jay Stone, is if you're a immobile quarterback, you better have pocket presence like Tom Brady and pocket maneuverability. Because if you don't, you're not gonna have time to sit there and decipher. And try to make your way because these guys don't play. You de- you don't have those the time to sit there and try to decipher and try to figure things out because your linemen are hold. These guys are fast. They're stunting. They're getting around the corner like they're athletic freaks. They're not the same like they used to be back in the day. So yes, that's what I'm saying. So like, what does it have to do with being a soft quarterback? I don't I, I don't I don't get it. You were just saying how fast the defensive ends were. Yes. So quarterbacky, you're gonna oh there's Gina, quarterbacky like. I don't, bro. You know, you are smoking that pipe. I was about to say I was gonna, I was gonna try to be nice to you, but no, nah, you smoking that pipe. You smoking that. You smoking that. Can you um put some water in this bitch for me? By the way, Gina went out tonight, and she's all dolled up. She's all dolled up, and uh, she wants to come in uh, and say what's up to everybody. No, I thought we were doing our We are doing picks. We are doing picks. But I was, uh, I'm getting into uh, some some topics here. Actually, you know, I'll let you do your picks. Do you want to just do picks and just go, or I'm trying to stick around because I got, I, I still got way more to talk about. All right, yes, ma'am. So let's do your picks. Let's, we're gonna do wifey's picks, and then if you guys have topics that you want me to hit, um, then uh, yo hashtag the topic that you want to hit up on, and we'll go from there. So that being said, let's get this uh, these picks cracking. Girl, listen, I've got electronics all over the place, and it'd be you to spill your wine all over my stuff. And then I'd be mad at you, and I don't want to be mad at you because I love you very much. I do not want to be upset with you. I don't want to be mad. So, are you ready for your picks, man? So, Gina had a night tonight. Well, she had a, she had a meltdown today. <laughs> I'm coming home from work because I work, I work the overnights. I'm coming from work, and she's like, these kids, right? She's just going nuts. It's like, I'm done. When you get home, you're doing this, and you're doing that, and I'm leaving. I was like, well, <laughs> easy now. I'm more I'm more of the calm one. No wonder. I'm the calm one. I was like, house. I'm like, yo, just relax. I'm like, I don't even say relax. I just said, okay. I said, okay. Like, what you want me to say? Babe, relax. <laughs> calm down. Like, she don't want to hear that. <laughs> Yeah, she was done. These kids, these, that, 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 that. I was like, okay. Anyways, I love you very much. You know what? <laughs> every time, every time I get off this thing, I was like, oh, I got to go and get a different, I got to go buy a mic for her and I got to get a new boom arm. Yeah, but like, it's not just for you, you selfish girl. It's for other people that want to, <laughs> I don't want all that. Anyway. No, I, uh, I'm not used to it. You just wanted to be cute for everybody. I see it. 
No, I don't want. I want. You should want to be cute. Huh? Actually, I want to take this off. Cute girl. Is there a napkin? Cute girl alert. All right, ready have? to go. Yeah. Do so, we have a napkin here? I didn't know there was a. I, I didn't realize there was a Saturday night game tomorrow. That's sweet. Okay. What? Who? Tomorrow. There's a game tomorrow. Who is playing? Uh, Dallas Cowboys and Lions. That should be a good one. Okay. Let me just bring my laptop on this side, and then uh, you can make how, your. How did I? Boy. Last week. Uh, I did, did better you than got, you. You, got, you did better than me. She, she did. She got 11 out of what? 16 picks. That's yep. pretty good. Not bad. 11 out of 16. I, I was nine out of 16, but I did call the upset though. I called that upset Raiders over chiefs. I called it. You guys remember that? I was like, I feel that upset coming. All right, ma'am. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Lions. I got to write this down. I got to write this down. Ow. What is happening? Just stand up. You, you don't got to sit down. Just stand Speak up. for yourself. I'm tipsy. Stand up, girl. I don't want to. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yep. Gina's picks for week 17. Let's do it. She's up and she's ready. All right. Lions, Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, are we going to give reasons why or just Cowboys? <gasps> you always do this. I'll give reasons why I feel the need. Okay, perfect. So, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we've got Dolphins, Ravens. Dolphins. Dolphins. Wait, they're 11 and 4, yeah? Um... And the Ravens are 12 and 3. Who's home? Uh, Ravens. Okay, I want to switch. Switch? I'd like to switch. Smart move. Smart why move. are you still awake? No, All for right. real. This is why. Patriots, Bills. Bills. Patriots Bills. Poor Belichick. Go wise, to... wise, wise. Here we go. Ready again? Falcons, Bears. Ooh, actually. Go to bed. Yeah, go to bed now. Go to bed. That's Falcons, your, Bears. That's your child. Um, I want to say Falcons, but I don't think that they will actually win. What you got? Is anybody hurt? Is anybody hurt? Uh, for what you get? That bit. Anaya. Go away. Anaya, Go to bed. This is why I Falcons. lose my mind. I this know. prime example. I know. Was she down here before I came here? Nope. You see it? Falcons Bears. Okay, sorry. Um, Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's really hot in here. Titans. Texans. Texans. Uh huh. Stuff. Raiders, Colts. Colts. Hmm? Colts. Colts. Yeah. You are very confident in that one. Okay. Yes. Jaguars over the Panthers. Jaguars. Over... Yeah. Okay. We got the Jags. Um, and if you have upset of the week, you can give your upset. If you don't have one, so be it. Rams, Giants. Rams. The Rams. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's your second team, right? Yep. Cardinals, Eagles. Eagles. Okay. I don't you, know about this. First of all, are you guys agreeing with her picks? Are she is she is she all right so far? If she her picks or what? You guys let me know. Chime in. Well, we'll see. What do you? We're, I want to see your picks when uh, you're done, and do not piggyback my picks. Oh, please. <laughs> uh, Saints, Buccaneers. I don't know about this one. I don't know. Tell me something about it. Okay. Tell me what I should know. So Saints are a very mediocre team. They're seven and eight. You just don't know what's going on. Derek Carr's their quarterback. He's wishy-washy. 
uh, Bucks. Right now, they're on a they're on a winning. How streak. is their special teams? <laughs> uh, special teams. I'm not sure. I don't really know too much about that squad, but the the Buccaneers are hot right now, and uh, Baker Mayfield is playing really well. And uh, Mike Evans has got ten seasons of a le- of a thousand yards consecutively, just killing it. And they got a really good running back in Rashad White. But Alvin Kamara is a really good running back on the Saints, but the Saints are just they're inconsistent. Oh, somebody likes an upset. I don't know. Somebody likes an upset. By the way, Jeff King's in the building. So I saw that. He's feeling better. What's up, Jeffrey? I know. I love him. I'm going to say the Saints, I think. You're going to give the Saints? Yeah. Saints with the upset. I like it. Upset pick of the week. Should I change that? No, that's your, okay. that's your pick. That's your pick. That's your, <laughs> that's your upset. Okay. That's your uh, upset. I don't think I like it. Okay, uh, well, it's fine. 49ers, Commanders. Hmm. Oh, well, 49ers. Okay. What am I? Like, it's a, that's a no-brainer. 49ers, Commanders. All right. Yeah. Steelers, Seahawks. Oh, so I don't know you, this one. They're so like very. The Bills, if the Bills win this weekend, then we have and to. And the Steelers in. lose, we're in. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything though. I'm just giving you the. I know, but I like it. So, so. <laughs> uh, remember that coach that told you that looks like Mike Tom? Uh, Mike Tom. That looks like Omar Epps. Yeah, Mike. That's Mike. Mike, uh, Mike. Yeah. Mike Tom. Oh, I love him. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm just giving you some information. Yeah, he's cute. Maybe so, I should go for him. Steelers, Seahawks. <laughs> I'm gonna got, go for Steelers. I'm gonna go for the Steelers. You go for the Steelers? Yeah. But then you got Geno Smith. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna go for this. Stop trying to sway me. <laughs> when I say what I say, I said what I said. I said what I said. All um, right. Chargers, Broncos. Broncos. Uh Broncos. Now keep this in mind. They just benched Russell Wilson. Why? Because uh he makes a lot of money and they're not gonna make the playoffs. So they said, Yeah, we need you to oh, let me tell you the dirty they so six weeks ago, give or take. They said, bro, you gotta take a you gotta change your contract because in your contract, if you get hurt, your your contract guaranteed. guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, no. I don't blame So him. then there are two games left and they're eliminated. They're like, we can't risk you getting hurt. You're benched. So they benched him. So now they're going with Jared Stidham. Okay, I switch it. Okay, I'm just I had to give you that information. Well, obviously, but this is what you should have led with. Up, but they're going up against the Chargers. It doesn't matter. Okay. Chargers. Are... Yep. All right. And uh, Bengals, Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Are they 9-6? And then Packers, Vikings. I don't know. I want to say Vikings because I always choose Vikings. <laughs> but I don't know about this one. Oh. What do you guys say? I want to say Vikings. Wait. Yeah, Vikings. Vikings? Yeah. Okay. Wise choice, my lady. And uh, last but not least, actually, no, no, the Jets lost anyway. They were played. They played last night. Uh-huh. They, they, they pissed me off. The freaking Jets. They're a bunch of bums. All right. So that was the score, thirty-seven twenty. Yeah, they got whooped. So wifey. Oh, I would have fucked that up. She picked the Vikings. We oh, act like you don't cuss. I'm trying really hard not to. Yeah, it's a new year, new me. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Um, what the fork? So Vikings, Cowboys. Ravens over the Dolphins. Mm. You got the Bills uh, with the win. You got the Falcons, Texans, Colts, Jags winning. Rams, Eagles, Saints, 49ers, Steelers. You got the Chargers over the Broncos and the Chiefs. So your upset pick this week. It's got to be. I feel like I could do better than that upset. I think your your Saints. 
I think you picked the Saints over the Bucks. That's your upset. Of the, that's your upset. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's fine. Saints over the Bucks. That's pretty good. You think so? That's not bad, lady. That's not bad. Okay. I want to see what yours are. All right. Um, I mean, matter we're going to be pretty, pretty down to it. So Lions, Cowboys, um, Cowboys are desperate. So I'm going to say you got to give it to the Cowboys right now. They, they just can't lose this game. And uh, it's at, it's in Dallas. Uh, Dolphins, Ravens, give me the Ravens. Although I know, I feel the, the Dolphins are going to play them really tough. I think it's a good matchup, but I think the Ravens, they're going to take this one. They're just good, too, too good defensively. Uh, Patriots, Bills, Bills are going to handle Handle the Patriots, Falcons, Bears. Justin Fields is playing really well. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go with the Bears. Falcons are just too damn inconsistent. Just can't. I can't trust them. Uh, give me the Texans over the Titans. Give me the Raiders over the Colts. The Raiders are playing good ball right now. Give me the Panthers to lose to the Jags. Uh, the Panthers are just not looking good, but but they looked good last week. So you never know with that. Uh, give me the. Rams over the J- the Giants, although I love Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor's getting the start. Uh, just not going to be good enough. I think, the, I think the Rams are just cooking right now. Matthew Stafford is playing like a G. Uh, give me the Eagles over the Cardinals. I think that's a, that should be a no-brainer, but Jonathan Gannon is going back uh, to play against his former team. He knows them very well, so that it could be a good matchup. But uh, I'll take Eagles. Eagles are just too talented. Um, give, me the, give me the Bucks over the Saints. I don't, I don't trust the Saints. Give me the Niners. Niners over the Commanders. Give me the Steve. Give me the Seahawks. Seahawks over the Steelers. Uh, Mason Rudolph. I think Mason Rudolph is cool and all, but I think they're gonna they're gonna take care of business. And uh, Chargers. I think the I think the Broncos take it, but I don't like the the receiving core for the Broncos is not great, but it's just it's not gonna happen. I think the, the Broncos take the Chargers and uh, Chiefs. The Chiefs are pissed off. There's no way. Let me, I, I, we got to get into Jamar Chase's comments, by the way. Uh, Chiefs over yeah, the Bengals take the Yeah, the, the Nick Mullins looked good last week, man. And Justin Jefferson's back. He's sick. Justin Jefferson's nasty. Um, so, and? <laughs> like we can't pick the same teams? <laughs> So, so now here's the next uh, topic uh, that we're going to hit up. And I don't know if you guys have heard it, uh, but Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase uh, was uh, caught with a soundbite. And uh, I'm going to try to find that soundbite for you guys so you can see what he had to say. And uh, I guess they were asking him how he felt about... About uh, I guess the uh, what's the what's the squad they're playing against? Oh, the the Chiefs defensive backfield and the Chiefs defense. And uh, Buddy pretty much said was like, "Yo, actually, I'll just play you. I'll just play it to you, and you guys let me know how you guys feel about it." Check this out. They can take it how they want. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm. At the end of the day, there's so much that I can do myself. It's not like I'm Iron Man. I can't throw the football to myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a team sport. At the end of the day, it's just I know what I see on paper. And I know what I see in game. That's why they double everybody because they can't do it one-on-one. The best player on their team is Snead. And that's a fact. Everybody knows that. That's why they double-double everything they see. They just got 
What they drafted two new corners that's longer. They're trying to match Sneed. That's why Sneed at corner now. I already know it. Like I'm not bugged about it. They know I. They know I'm good. They know how to play us. That's what it is. But it's not like they got a superstar on their defense. Who? I can't remember. Who? I don't even know who that is. That number six. Listen, sometimes you just got to be quiet and just say, "Yo, man, good squad. We'll face them. We'll see them when we face them." Yo, I don't know who that is. Who's that? Number six, bro. Number six, like, oh, you don't know who I am? <laughs> I'm gonna show you who number six is, boy. Oh, Jamar Chase got a. Yo, sometimes you just gotta be quiet, right? Um, I don't know, man. I don't. Just a guy to me. Just a guy to me. Ain't Come Jesse on, man. You want me to go comparisons? I. They're not the same. Just saying. Yeah, at this point, it's just mentally preparation. At this point, get myself mentally ready to play. So, um, it's not fun watching football from the sideline. Um, I like so pretty much. They asked him pretty much like, I mean, you pretty much got the gist of it. Yo, how do you feel about the uh, the other squad? Like, yo, I'm not, I'm not scared of them. Like, what am I, what am I supposed to be scared of? Which is the right answer. You're never supposed to be scared of your opponent. But, like, I ain't scared of them. Like, they ain't nothing special. Right? All they got is Sneed. I mean, they drafted two new corners, kind of like Sneed. Yeah, I get it. All they do is double team. Jamar Chase. He's like, he's sick. He's nasty. Uh, that, was, that was Jamar Chase, by the way. So, Jamar Chase was asked in the locker room how he felt about the Chiefs defense. And, and he was like, and? Pretty much. Like, I'm paraphrasing here. They ain't shit. All they know to do is a double team. They know our scheme, so they double team us. So it's not like they can just you know man to man and do like they're pretty. He's pretty much saying like, if you ain't double teaming, you ain't stopping this. But that's not the the name of the game is to stop you. Period. That's the name of the game. So him with the the, I mean Jeff just said it right. There's there's confidence and then there's arrogance. Arrogance never serves you well in life. And so the question really is, does that come off as arrogant? Or does that come off as as confident, right? And Sarah Christie, what's up, Sarah? Sarah, so he, he was publicly bashing Burrow earlier this season too. Was he his own quarterback? I doubt it. Really? I know I never saw that. So if you if tell me, point me where to 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 go with that because I've never seen that. That make that's crazy. If he's, I mean, going after his quarterback, the guy that he played college ball with, that's craziness. That's very crazy. But anyway, uh, he better hope. He better hope that. I mean, they heard it. That's for damn sure. Chiefs players heard it. So Chris Jones, you just pissed off Chris Jones. Forget about the DBs back there. Chris Jones is like, oh, yeah? Bet. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make Jake Brownie's life a living hell. He ain't going to. He's not going to. Nick Bolton. I think Nick Bolton's back, I think. Bro, that defense is a good defense, man. That's a good-ass defense. And you're going to expect no one's got those boys playing hard, bro. Like, you, Sneed is nasty. He's going like, like my man Carl Jones. Carl Jones said it. He is going to come in and and actually get a lot of money back. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to be like 80 mil. He's that nice like that. Come on now. That's crazy. Though. That's crazy. Sarah Christine says, yeah, yeah. He was mad at Burrow wasn't playing well um, from his cast brain. Yo, that's that's crazy if that's what he, that's what it is. Bro, Jamar, man. Come on, brother. Jeez, man. 
Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who number six? Yeah, number six. I'm gonna get it to you. Yeah, they'll they'll show you all right. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, man. Uh. By the way, we got a we got a new member to the squad. Juan Castillo. Woo, 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 woo. Well, welcome to the big squad. Bing, biggity, bing. Let's go, my guy. Appreciate the love always. Wifey's out of here. I'm going to bed. She's out, and uh, and we'll go from there. So we're just gonna. I'm gonna just uh, stay on for a couple. Uh, if you, there's any topics you guys want to hit, then I'm gonna I'm head out of here. Uh, I'm going on damn near two hours. I'm I'm like I'm like Zbot over here. Zbot can go for like three hours and he won't blink an eye. That boy's a monster. Um, but uh, yeah, man. So um, Jamar Chase, that's gonna be a hell of a matchup because I brought that up because I'm looking at the Chiefs and that in that lineup that they're they're going up against, and I'm looking at the Bengals and who they got. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's not good for the Bengals, man. Jamar Chase being uh, being that giving me that top receiver. I get it. You want to ride for your guy, but there's ways to do it. Like Jeff King said, man. There's arrogance and there's confidence. You got There's a fine line, man. You got to find out how to you know what I mean say things. Um, you know what I mean with with some uh, with some humility, with some humility. So, uh, I mean it is it is what it is, man. Uh, Gabriel Wendell, what's up, man? You got my brother's name. Um. Uh, Rico, thoughts on Pat's run game against RD? Well, the Pat's run game is, is a good one. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, they're they're not a two-headed monster anymore. So at this point, it's just going to be the Zeke Elliott show um, alongside, I don't know who their, their backup RB. I mean, Pierre Strong got traded or he got cut. So I, I can't recall who their backup RB is. I'm, I'm sure he's not a scrub. Let me, let me just, just take a look here. See who they who they got rolling on that roster, but that run that run they're always a tough a Bill Belichick team always will have a run game, and they have the type of of back to do it. And uh, Zeke Elliott is no different, right? So when I look at uh, when I look at the the, the leaders on that squad, um, Zeke Elliott is going to be leading the way, obviously uh, running the football. But uh, when you look at what they're what they've done offensively, like. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Patriots. Right now, the Patriots have a 29th-ranked offense. The, the defense, they got a 7th-ranked defense compared to the Bills' ninth ranked defense. So their defense is always humming. We already know that. Um, and uh, they got a 25th-ranked passing, and their, their ranking rushing is 26th. So they're 26th-ranked in running to the Bills' 7th. So we, we have a top-10 offense. We're fielding a top-10 offense, and we're fielding a top-10 defense. What a shame it would be if we if we missed the playoffs. What an absolute shame it would be. But we're not going to speak that into existence. But yeah, we're, we have a number four offense, a number nine defense, a number nine passing offense, and we have a number seven rushing offense. That's incredible. That is incredible. We used to be like crazy high in passing offense and you know middle of the pack in, in rushing deep and rushing offense. Now we're sitting here, you mean fielding a number seven rushing offense? That's crazy. I love to hear it. And we we rank. What third? I think we're third in league with 50 sacks. We got 50 freaking sacks this year. Unfreaking believable, man. Um, so yeah, like knowing knowing what's what's coming our way against the Patriots. Um, their run, they're always gonna be a solid team that kind of incorporates the run, but I can't see us not being able to stop it, especially because now we have Daquan Jones returning alongside alongside the excuse me, alongside uh uh Linvel Joseph, alongside Ed Oliver. Uh, alongside Shaq Lawson, uh, Jordan Phillips obviously gone, and then you got Tim Settle. That like the line is going to be looking like back to normal now. 
like my man Alex Lucci said, the thigh doc, you can't expect, you know what I'm saying, Daquan Jones to come in and be 100%. 75 to 80%, maybe. 75 is what my man uh, Thigh Doc said. So will he be efficient? He will, but will he be strong like he was at the beginning of the season? Who knows? Uh, everybody heals differently, but he feels that like he'll be about 70%. So the fact that he's able to play this week, which is sooner than uh, the Thigh Doc thought he was going to come back. I thought he, he said he was going to come back maybe, maybe last week of the season or maybe the first week of playoffs. But the fact that he's coming back this soon, that's amazing news. So um, that would be great, man. Wouldn't that be awesome if we were able to bring back Matt Milano? Golly. If we if we got the news that said Matt Milano's in his 21-day window to come back, holy shit, everybody would go nuts. We're like, yo, yo, we're winning the whole thing. We're winning the whole damn thing. And the beautiful thing about this whole situation is when these players go down and get hurt, this is one of those moments where you find out who is who. Right. So Matt Milano goes down. You're like, shit, we got Terrell Bernard. Oh, okay, here we go. Terrell Bernard has played exceptionally well this year to the point where he had player. What well, didn't he have like player of the month or player of the week at one point? So we have ourselves a good one. So when Matt Milano comes back, it's going to be the Matt Milano and Terrell Bernard show. Good shit. Next year, Christian Benford going into his third year, that's going to be even more experience for him. So we're in. We're going to be in the dilemma, though, because now what are you going to do with Trey White? Trey White returns. Rasul Douglas is there. Benford is coming on. Dane Jackson will probably be relegated back to his depth position. And then, obviously, you got Kyrie Elam. You know what I'm saying? That's been uh, activated, and maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe he's learned a thing or two. Uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, you still want to develop him and see what you got with him. But, like, we're, we're in... Right now, we're in a good position because guys are getting healthier and coming back, which is huge. This is massive, man. You can't have enough corners. You really can't have enough corners. Some people were surprised that uh, Elam got... Sarah, Christine, I see you. You said you're surprised that Elam got activated. You got you to gotta put it this way. If Rasul Douglas goes down or Dane Jackson goes down, and saying now you're down a corner. Now you got to move and flip things around and so forth. I mean, you can't have enough corners. And... Uh, and to me, I'm I'm really fine with them bringing him back into the fold. I think it's necessary. And uh, and then the fact that Quan Jones came back as well, they had to make a cut. And Jermaine Ifaidi was the one that got cut. But here's the crazy part: Jermaine Ifaidi gets cut, but now you got the Bills uh, coming in and having a peek at Lyle Collins. So the Bills worked out. I mean, former Dallas Cowboys uh, left tackle. I think he's a left tackle. Uh, and four more, obviously, Bengals tackle Lyle Collins. And uh, so we get rid of one, but we're working on another. So Lyle Collins, I mean, was was a uh, was supposed to be a top pick in the draft, but then issues happened and was dropped him heavily in the draft. And then the, the Cowboys picked him up. Yeah, I think he played well for them. And then things worked, didn't work out. And he moved to the Bengals. The Bengals were supposed to, he was supposed to be the big-time protector, and it didn't quite work out. So he may not be the same player that we, that he once was or was supposed to be. Um, but uh, nonetheless, the Bills worked him out. So that should be uh, interesting nonetheless. But uh, it'll be fun. It'll be definitely fun. So um, those, are, those are the topics I wanted to hit. So before I get out of here, we're definitely going to hit the uh, the simulator. So I want you guys to hang tight while I go and jump on the simulator real quick. And I think it's going to be fun to kind of go through it and go through scenarios. And, and uh, we get to go through it together, folks. How do you feel about that? So... Uh, 
hang tight while I uh, cue this thing up real quick, and then uh, we'll get this thing we'll get this thing crack a lacking real quick. So, um, playoff simulator. Where's my playoff simulator here? I'm just. I thought I didn't, didn't. Doesn't NFL NFL.com have one? I don't want to have to keep going to the ESPN one. I thought NFL had had it, but maybe I got to go to ESPN. So ESPN it is. Let me just go to the ESPN one, and then we'll uh, we'll get this thing going here. So playoff picture, playoff machine. There it is. So let me share my page so we can get this thing cracking here. So uh, this is High's last ride this season. Let's go and let's get it done. You know what, Jeff King? That's exactly what um, that's exactly what Alex said. The thigh doc. He says, "Listen, man. As much as that injury to his." Uh, to his to his neck is a serious one and he got a stinger the stinger only makes it weaker so he's getting his he's trying to get it as strong as possible and um once he gets it to where it needs to be he'll get back onto it so he's like i think he anticipated i think thydoc anticipated that maybe they'll wait till playoffs or maybe the last game of the season to give it his last hurrah um but this might be the last season for him and then now we got to start looking at maybe a, a combination of taylor rapp and jordan poyer next year uh, or if Jordan Poirier decides to, or we decide to move on from Jordan Poirier, it's going to be Taylor Rapp and draft pick. Rapp and we trade for uh, Derwin James. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm really uh, putting that out there. But um, interesting nonetheless. Don't get me wrong. Interesting nonetheless. By the way, Juan Castillo, member for 51 months. My G! <laughs> Love it. 51 months. That's my guy right there, Juan Castillo. All right, folks, let's jump right into the playoff simulator. Let me let me share my screen, and uh, let's hop right into it. The playoff machine. Let's see what it's going to look like. So let me uh, let me put my face at the bottom here. All right, so I'm out of the way. I hope you guys can see it, and let's rock and roll. So right now, we are in a position here. I mean, we already saw what the Browns did to the Jets. Shame on them. So before we even get into picking picks, making picks, right? So right now, the number one seed is the Baltimore Ravens at 12-3. and three. If the playoffs were to start right now, seventh seed, the Indianapolis Colts would face the Miami Dolphins at the second seed. So keep that in mind. Sixth seed, we'd be facing the Kansas City Chiefs yet again. I swear, we've, it's like we face this team every freaking year. It's sickening. And uh, the Cleveland Browns uh, right now that's have clinched their playoff spot will be facing the fraudulent Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, so uh, they're going to be out soon. But you never know. They might squeak right in there. All right? So here we go. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. I think Cowboys are going to win this because they need to. Uh, I think the Ravens take the Dolphins. Not because I need the Dolphins to lose this game. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, I think the Dolphins are going to play extremely tough. Extremely tough. Uh, ball with the Ravens. I think they match up well. Speed against a really tough defense. But uh, we're going to see how this plays out. All right. So that being said, I'm going to take the Ravens over the Dolphins. So it hasn't really changed anything in terms of seeding. Seeding has remained the same. All right. So let's keep it let's keep it cracking here. So Bills, obviously we're going to take the Patriots down. Nothing's changed. All right. We keep it rolling. I say the Bears take down the Falcons, I, th I think the Raiders actually take down the Colts. I think they, they beat the Colts. I know Michael Pittman is back, but the Raiders are playing with a really big-time confidence uh, right now. So look what has happened now. 
the seventh seed has changed, right? So the Colts were once the seventh seed. Now that the Raiders take down the Colts, in my opinion, that's what I think is going to happen. Now it's the, the Houston Texans that take the seventh seed. So now they make it with C.J. Stroud and a new head rookie head coach in D'Amico Ryan. Awesome job. Panthers, Jaguars. I mean, Jaguars should be able to take the Panthers down. The Panthers are just not very good. They're just young. They're a young squad, young quarterback, no, no true true offensive, you know what I'm saying, guru out there, no really good head coach. I mean, they're, they have interim guys. So there's not, they're not ready yet. They're not ready yet. Texans should be able to take down the Titans. So it doesn't really change anything so far. All right, so Rams take them. Eagles, I uh, say the Bucks are going to take this one. San Fran takes this one. So this is the tricky one. Seahawks, Seahawks and the Steelers. How do you guys feel about the Seahawks Steelers? I'm I'm trying to look at it objectively. DK is a problem. Um, obviously, Kenneth Walker and Charbonneau are are very big time backs. Geno Smith is playing some some good some good football. I'm going to use complimentary football. Do you give it to the Seahawks? Do the Seahawks take the the Steelers? But how can you count out Mike Tomlin and these boys? And they got a, They got a new quarterback in town. Mason Rudolph had a 300 yard game. Was playing pretty well. Um, so do we go with the Seahawks at home? All right, let's go Seahawks, man. All right, I'm I'm looking at the chat right now, so I'm going with Seahawks at home. So if we go with the Seahawks at home, let's check this out, baby. So Seahawks at home, boom. So what does it do? Doesn't change a damn thing. But let's just say we pick the Steelers. If the Steelers were to win that game, doesn't change a damn thing. So right now, for now, we're going to stick with the Seahawks. I think the Chiefs beat the Bengals. Nothing changes. I think the Broncos should be able to beat the uh, beat the uh, blah, blah. The Chargers, and then I think the Vikings take the Packers down. So that's week 18. So really, all that's changed so far in week 18 is the Texans leaping the Colts because the Raiders take down the Colts. But let's just say the Raiders don't take down the Colts and they lose. The Colts remain in that seating. That's it. If the Panthers take down the Jaguars, upset of the week, Pittsburgh Steelers jump into the seventh seed. Look out. So it bumps, it bumps the Jags and puts them, excuse me, it takes the Jags completely out of it. And the Texans move to the fourth seed. So that's huge. So a big upset if it happens, because who like what CJ Beathard's gonna be playing quarterback? Yo, I didn't think of that, man. So maybe the Jags may lose this game, man. The Jags may lose this game. So that's a, that's up in the air. Let me go back to the chat because I can't see the chat right now. Could C.J. Beathard come in and win this game? Because I think uh, Buddy is in, in, in concussion protocol. I don't think, he, I don't think he's going to play. So are we here for it? Or are, am I tripping? Panthers, I mean, the Panthers, not gonna, they're not going to win this game. But the way that Buddy played last week, young boy played last week, yo, the, the, the Panthers might be playing motivational football to like not you know what i mean go out like like a like a punk so cj bethard is gonna be quarterbacking for for the jags right now i can't believe he's still in the damn league first and foremost oh man all right so let me just keep that up there for now i'm gonna assume 
the Jaguars win. Let's just say Jamar Chase was talking big shit, talking big shit, and they take down the Chiefs. Bengals take down the Chiefs. Nothing changes. The Chiefs go nine and seven. They remain in that in that position if they lose that game. So nothing changes in that regard. If you saw that, nothing changes. But let's just say um, the Colts beat the Raiders. All right. And then the Chiefs lose to the Bengals. Does that change anything? That puts the Bengals in on the seventh spot. If they take down the Chiefs, the Bills are intact because they won and the Steelers lost. We made the Steelers lose that game. So we're already in. We're in the dance. So let's go back to reality here. I personally think Raiders can take them, the Colts, but that's a toss-up. So I'm going to stick to my natural picks. Jags pick it. Boom, everything's picked. So now let's go to week 18. Boom. Week 18. If you guys have any uh, um, suggestions on what you want me to do and see if something happens, uh, just uh, just hit me up because I'm I'm going from screen to screen. I'm going back and forth. So I'm not quite looking at the chat until I come back to it. So uh, let me uh, let me keep jumping. Let me just keep going. <laughs> My man, uh, Jeff King says, yo, they've been punks all season, man. Last two weeks of school, summer break is coming. Carolina can man up next season. I get it, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're just going to, they're just going to, you know I mean, they're just going to have to just take their lumps and uh, they'll get back to it next year. I get it. I get it. I'm with you. I think LV still play it is, is, you know what LV to be honest with you, if things work out, I mean, I can go back to see what it would look like if a few things happen, but the rate, could you imagine the Raiders sneaking into the playoffs and the, the chiefs just unravel and implode and they mess up and miss out the playoffs. I can't see that happening. So it's kind of like the Bills, the Bills and Dolphins situation. If the Raiders keep winning and they just beat the freaking, they just beat the brakes off of the, uh, I wouldn't mean, say they beat the brakes, but they beat the Chiefs. My goodness, could you imagine if that would happen? But anyway, let's go back to it. I'll go back and mess around, right? So that being said, let's keep it rolling. Week 18. What do we got in week 18? Let's see what's, what's popping here. So Cardinals, who cares? So we'll say Cardinals and the and those boys. So I think we can safely say that the Ravens will take down, even though they don't need to play this game. They're the number one seed. I think they lock up the number one seed. Let's see what happens. If Steelers beat the Ravens, it doesn't change the Ravens. They'll still remain the number one seed. So they might bench a few players. Let's just say Ravens give up that game because mm -hmm. it doesn't change a damn thing. They lose that game. They're still number one seed. Steelers win. Let's just say the Steelers win. All right, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling here. Let's say the Bucks beat the Panthers, the Browns and Bengals. So this is for seeding at this point. So right now the fifth seed is the is the Cleveland Browns. Let's just say the Chiefs come in and beat. Nothing happens. All right. If the the Browns win, they remain the same. Lions beat the Vikings. Bears beat the Packers. Colts and Texans. I like CJ Stroud, but I like the Colts with Jonathan Taylor. Let's just say Texans take this one. They go to the four seed, and Jacksonville is back in at the seventh seed. If the Colts win this one, Jags at the fourth, Colts take the seventh. So that 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 game is gonna have huge implications. I'm gonna take the Texans. I just like what the Texans are doing. 
I really do like what the Texans are doing. Um, but I don't know too much about the Colts. The Colts have just been they've been good, but I'm I mean nothing stands out to me that's that's great about the 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 Colts. So I mean let's just see. They're nine and eight. Yeah, they're like they're like a five hundred team, man. They're just up and down. So I'll give me give me the Texans over them. Chiefs obviously are going to take the Chargers. I can't see the Chargers taking down the Chiefs, but stranger things have happened. I say the Raiders take the Broncos. Russell Wilson's out. Stidham is in. I know Stidham was a former Raider, so that should be interesting. But I think uh, the Raiders take down the Broncos. Nothing changes. The Bills, Dolphins. Obviously, we want the Bills to win. So guess what? If the Bills beat the Dolphins, we go to the second seed and play the Jacksonville Jaguars. We play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jets and Patriots, who gives a damn? Let's say the Jets beat the Patriots. Falcons beat the whatever. Eagles beat the whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Jags, Titans. Let's just say the Jags beat the Titans. Does that change anything? Yes, it does. So if the Jags beat the Titans, then the Bills face the Texans. We get to see D'Amico Ryan, C.J. Stroud, um, and Devin Singletary gets to visit the Bills. We've seen this dance before, Bills and Texans, and we didn't like the first matchup. So we can't let that bullshit happen again. But this time, we'd be at home, right? And then Cowboys over the Washington Commanders. So if this plays out in this very scenario, the Bills win the division. We become the second seed at home against either the Jaguars, depending on who wins this game, between Texans, excuse me, the Jags and the Titans, Oh, look at that. Look at this. So if the Titans upset the Jags, which is very possible, Pittsburgh comes to Buffalo. Get out of here. Pittsburgh comes to Buffalo. Let's fuck around with this a little bit more. Let's just say the Dolphins are just charged up. They're they're primed and ready. We lose to the Dolphins. And the Jags beat the Texans, excuse me, the Jags beat the Titans. Look at that. <laughs> back-to-back games, Bills, Dolphins. Let me, let me run that back for you guys so you can understand what just happened here. So if we beat the Dolphins, we become the second seed and we'll end up playing either the Texans or the Jags, right, in that scenario I just played out. But if the Bills go out and lose that game, we've already clinched with that Week 17 game. Week 18, we lose to the the Dolphins. We become, let me go back, we lose to the Dolphins, all right? And the Jags beat the Texans. We're playing the Miami Dolphins again in Miami. So we're going back-to-back shots in Miami. I need to go back to the chat so you guys can see what's happening here. Isn't that crazy? So there's a lot of things that need to happen. That's, so... The question for me to you guys is, who do you want to face? I mean, at, at this point, it doesn't really matter who we face. You just got to, you're in the dance. Now you got to take care of business, right? So do- going up against Dolphins three times, we did it last year. Didn't we do it last year, right? We played them and then we had to play them again. So very interesting nonetheless. So that matchup uh, it's just, I don't like the back-to-back playing. I don't like playing the team back-to-back. I, I don't like it, but that's that's what it's looking like right now. So, if the 
Steelers don't beat the Ravens. All of a sudden, the Ravens' backups are just that much better. What what changes? Ravens remain in that. Nothing changes. So it doesn't really matter what happens. It doesn't. Nothing happens in this case. Bengals beat the Browns. Nothing happens. Chargers beat the the Kansas City Chiefs. Nothing happens. So very big implications is the Titans and Jags. Look at this. How about that? If the Bills lose on Sunday to the Dolphins, but the Titans beat the Jags. The Raiders are in to face the Miami Dolphins. The Bills face the Chiefs and the Texans face the Browns. Wouldn't that be something? And it doesn't take much. Because all I did was skew a few things. I mean, the Chiefs, I still have the Chiefs winning. I have the Titans beating the Jaguars, which is very fucking possible. I had the Bills losing to the Dolphins week 18. And I have the Raiders beating the Broncos, which is very fucking possible. If I take the Broncos to beat the, the Broncos, make the playoffs. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Nah, that ain't, I ain't buying that shit. No freaking way. So I'm 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 all over the place. So you guys, I hope you guys are following. So all this changed when I made the Dolphins beat the Bills. Then I made the Broncos beat the Raiders. And I had the Titans beat the Jags. If I have the Jags still beat the Titans, then it's still the same thing. Bills, <laughs> Dolphins. If the Titans win, so that's a game that we have to watch and we got to pay attention. If the Titans win. And the Bills lose. And the Raiders beat the Broncos. So the Broncos beat the Raiders. The Broncos are in. Get the fuck out of here. But if the Raiders win, <laughs> the Raiders take the seventh seed and the Bills are playing the Chiefs. Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that about a bitch? Yo, this these last two weeks is going to be something else. And these injuries, these injuries are really, <laughs> I got to say, Rico, you fucking lost me when you said we lost to Miami. <laughs> I just, I'm looking at all scenarios, man. I'm looking at all scenarios to see what it looks like, to see what it looks like. If, if it would happen, because everything's a possibility. The bills could lose. The bills could come in and, and it's a close one. And we lose to the Dolphins. Fact is we're in the playoffs. It really doesn't matter. We're, what we're doing is playing for the second seed and we're playing for home home field advantage. So if I go back and say, Hey, the bills actually take care of business. We become the two seed. Listen, look how things, look how things shake out. This is the scenario I would love. Look at this scenario here, folks. So week 18, I'm not going back to week 17. I'm keeping the week 17 the same way it is because week 18 is the biggest one, right? So nothing changes. Oh, yes, it does change. Okay, check this out. So week 18, Bills win. I'm making the Bills win, okay? If the Steelers win against the Ravens week 18. So this is a tricky one because the Steelers... The Ravens don't got nothing to play for. That, that number one seed is locked in. Locked in, ain't nothing happening, but with that, it's going to happen. Okay? So that's one thing you got to look at. Then you have the Browns and Bengals. Nothing changes with that, so it doesn't really matter. The Bengals will be eliminated, so it doesn't matter. Colts-Texans. So the Jaguars, if the Colts beat the Texans, the Jaguars are in. But if the Texans beat 
So it's win and in. Win and you're in if the Texans win this one. All right? Chiefs should win against the Chargers. I'm not, I'm not messing with that one too much. The Raiders beating the Broncos gets them in. But if the Broncos win, the, it's win and in against the Broncos. Bills beat the Dolphins. Let's just say that happens. The next, next crucial game is the Titans-Jaguars. Let's just say that Trevor Lawrence comes back from concussion protocol and he handles, he handles the, uh, the Titans. Then it's the Bills at the second seed facing the Texans. Oh, boy, folks. So my question to you, does it really matter who we play? It really doesn't because right now this is where you're supposed to prove what you're about. This is what you're supposed to prove if you're, if you're that team that's supposed to win this whole thing or you're fraud. You just made it to the dance just to waste people's time. And I don't think the Bills want to be one and done. They're trying to get to the damn championship, the whole thing. Now, one last scenario before I get out of here. I move back to week 17. Let's just say I leave everything the same. Seahawks take the Steelers. The one thing I change is the Ravens game. Ravens-Dolphins. Let's just say the Dolphins beat the Ravens. Dolphins beat the Ravens. Okay. Now we're going to go to week 18. I just want to see what happens here. Dolphins beat the Ravens. And let's just say the Dolphins the Dolphins beat the Bills. They go on a two-game win streak. The Baltimore Ravens get the fuck out of here. Dolphins get the first seed. And the Bills play the Ravens for the, in the second seed as a seventh seed. So if the Dolphins win out, the Dolphins win out, and obviously the Ravens are going to beat the Steelers because that's, that's the case. Yo, the Dolphins can get the number one seed. That's that scenario. Did you, are you guys seeing this shit? Shit is bananas. So if the Dolphins beat the Ravens and the Dolphins beat the Bills, they're the number one seed. Period. So the Dolphins are going to have something to play for no matter what. They see that they can get the number one seed. They are, they're playing for it. And the Bills are like, yo, I'm, I want that second seed. So everybody's playing for something in this bitch. Woo-wee. All right. So ain't no way the Ravens are beating the, the Steelers are beating the Ravens. Can't see it happen. Does that change anything? Nope. Nope. The Browns, that doesn't change the damn thing. Colts. So if the Colts beat the Texans, the Bills go to the sixth seed against the Chiefs. I can't see. Can you see the Ravens losing to the Dolphins and losing and and like and losing out on the number one seed? Bro. Nah, I can't. I can't see that happening, right? Hey, I, let's just say, let's just I'm gonna just put it this way. You heard you saw it here first on those on those scenarios, right? We're just fucking around with the scenarios. Back to week 17. I mean, shoot, there's so many scenarios that you can pick to, to make these things, I mean, to, to tweak it how you want to tweak it. But I'm trying to be as realistic as possible. So I think the Ravens, this is a toss-up, man. It may not be as, as, as I mean, as lopsided as most might think. That huge win against the 49ers was, was massive. There's a lot to prove for Lamar Jackson to show that he's an MVP player. Tua's got a lot to prove because he wants to prove that he's an MVP player. Tyreek is trying to break records. So there's a lot riding on this line. The NFL did an absolute amazing job with scheduling the last two weeks, those assholes. <laughs> they really make, they're making everybody on the edge of their seats. Golly. So, Raven, let's just say the Ravens remain top dog. 
So we're likely going to do two things. We win, we're second seed, we play the Texans. We lose to the Dolphins, we become the seventh seed, and we play the Dolphins because they'll be the two seed. If the Raiders beat the Broncos, nothing changes here. But if the Raiders beat the Broncos and the Colts beat the Texans, then the Raiders take the seventh seed. We go to the sixth seed and we play the, we play the Kansas City Chiefs at Kansas City. Again, on the road. Oh, man, oh, man. And then if the Texans, excuse me, the Titans beat the Jaguars, nothing changes. Nothing changes. Wow, 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 wow. And if the, if the, if the Bills beat the Dolphins with the second seed, we play the Raiders. And the, this is the ideal scenario I'd like. Seriously speaking, Ravens beat, the Ravens beat the Dolphins. The Bills beat the, the, uh, the Patriots. We beat the Dolphins next week. Raiders beat the Broncos. The Colts take the, down the Texans. Jaguars take down the, the Tennessee Titans. Bro, Bob's your uncle. We face the Raiders. They make the playoffs. And we've, we've faced them before. It's not like we haven't faced them before. The Dallas, the, the Kansas City Chiefs and Miami Dolphins face one another. That would be ideal. That would be an ideal situation. Oh, man. Yo, you can, I can totally see why Zbot has like these four-hour podcasts. <laughs> He goes through a, a litany of scenarios, and, and he probably says, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this, and I'm done. I'm done. But, fam, this is crazy. This weekend is going to be bananas. This weekend is going to be absolutely nuts. Yo, I got to stop before I, I get into a rabbit hole, man. I'm at, 200, I'm at two and a half hours. I can see why. I see why Zbot goes nuts, man. Zbot, <laughs> I, I see why. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. So, folks, Go ahead and play around with the, uh, oh, he said, try the Chargers. Chargers over the Chiefs. I mean, shit, that would be crazy. So uh, <laughs> let's try it. Let me just share my screen again. Let me share my screen again, and I'll do the Chargers over the Chiefs. Just to, just to F around and see how that changes up everything. So Chargers over Chiefs. You're a sick son of a bitch that you want me to do that. You sick son of a gun. All right, Chargers over Chiefs. So let's just say we go Chargers over the Chiefs. Same scenario, right? But this time, Chargers beat the Chiefs. Nothing changes. The, the Chiefs remain in the seventh seed. Nothing changes whatsoever. But if the Chargers beat the Chiefs and the Colts lose, nothing changes. It's just, it's just what it is. So this is the ideal scenario that you want right here. This is what you want, boys, boys and girls. Let's just say the Broncos, and if it's not the Broncos, oh, there you go. Here's another one. Here's another scenario for you. So let's just say the, the Broncos beat the Raiders, then we end up playing the Colts for the seventh seed. And Jonathan Taylor is a scary mother effort. I'll tell you that right now. But the fact that the Quan Jones is coming back, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to do more than just run the football, man. You're gonna have to pass off football, and we're gonna be ready for your ass. And there it is. Yo, I can go on and on and on and look at all the freaking scenarios, but this weekend is going to be absolutely bananas. So look for those scenarios to happen. So what we need to do is just win out. Get that second seed, and the rest will follow because we now oh, we, we have home field advantage, and we keep it rolling. If we beat the Pats, we get in the playoffs but lose to the Dolphins. 
we are automatically the sixth seed. And if we become the sixth seed, then we end up playing we end up playing the Chiefs on the road. It's just what it is. So, so many scenarios, man. So what we want is for us to play the Broncos, the, the Colts, or the Raiders, depending on what happens with those respective matchups, their own respective matchups. Shit is it's crazy. So, guys, I'm out of here. Do me a favor. Smash that like while you guys are here. Uh, if you guys have not shared this stream, go ahead and share that shit everywhere. I think this uh, this is a great stream for everybody. Uh, there's 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 everything that you want in this thing. So uh, go ahead and do that for me and uh, appreciate y'all very much. Jets, New England, Denver, et cetera, et cetera. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Time to man up, Bills. You put your own asses here. Time to stomp. Ooh, just because you told me that, I got to play it out right now. I got to play that out right now. But before I do play that, uh, do me a favor. Go ahead and download that Bleacher Report app and go ahead and follow me on the Bleacher Report app. It's, it's Rico underscore BF. Go to the, the community tab and look for the bills and then just type in my name, Rico underscore. Follow me there. You'll know all the times that I go live. It's going to be a very busy end of the month. And then in January, I got a few streams that they've booked me for some more. So your boy's going to be booked and busy, baby. So uh, we got to keep that shit rocking. I always, always, always appreciate everybody's support and your love. It doesn't go unnoticed. And it keeps your boy going, man. It keeps your, boys motiv- you keep your boy motivated. And uh, when I'm motivated, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. It doesn't want me to stop. You know what I'm saying? So uh, let me see. Uh, who was, uh, listen, give me the, give me the artist again. Uh, give me the artist again, um, Jeff King. I know I just, I see stomp. It just give me, it's give me Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I don't think you want me to play Kirk Franklin with stomp. Give me the that. <laughs> I don't think you're trying to make me play some Kirk Franklin, but I can play some Kirk Franklin for you. But uh, give me that, give me that, give me that track, baby. Give me that track. Stomp by the, the, the Johnson. Well, hold on, hold on. What you talking about? What you talking about? So I'm gonna wait for my man Jeff King. Brother, oh, the brother Johnsons. There we go. There we go. Oh, I see it now. I see it. All right. So, folks, let me get out of your way. Let me get out of your way. Put a little something for you guys. Hey. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yo, Jeff always does this to me, man. He always makes me play good damn music. And now I'm gonna go on a on a little binge of what if you listen to old school music because I'm an old soul. I love old school shit like this. This is my shit right here. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your evening. I appreciate y'all very, very, very much. Y'all keep showing love. And uh, it's Friday night. You don't have to be here, but you're here hanging with your boy. Salute to my wife. You coming through. She always makes her picks. Maybe she's right. Maybe she's she's going to be terrible. But I think she did some good, some good things today. So, appreciate y'all showing her love appreciate you guys always tuning in smash that like before you get out of here if you guys have not followed subscribe to the channel subscribe to the channel if you guys not hit up our merch store if you want to become a bing squad member everything is under www.supportbf.com go ahead and cop that stuff so as you get out of here let me turn this bitch up and we out you know what i gotta start, i gotta start this thing all over again you gotta let that, you gotta let that thing bang so folks enjoy the rest of your evening and we will see you guys Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m. game. Uh, let's make it work, man. Let's make it work. So you guys enjoy the rest of the evening. It's the Rico Report. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. It's your boy, Ham. Let's go. Thank you.